Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, freaks and geeks, worms and germs, and welcome to the Cocktail Hour. I'm your host, Tahi LaRocco, a.k.a. Don Perignon, a.k.a. Fish, a.k.a. The Doctor, a.k.a. Logan, a.k.a. Half Other Dozen Names I've gone through over the years. With me is my co-host, the girl who can't tell herself up, down, down, left, right, left, right, be a star to get to her point, Miss Robin Dubois. <laughs> Boy, have we been gone a long time. <laughs> You were like so right on the money with these inscriptions as each show comes along. <laughs> wow, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> well, it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be. A two week hiatus. <laughs> a two week hiatus. You said maybe three, but it was really supposed to be two. And then these dumb fucks decided to read the, the Capitol building. And I'm like, all right, that is like a major thing. We can't ignore that. So we have to talk about that. Yeah, that. So now we were supposed to do it that yeah. Sunday, but I wasn't feeling too hot. I think I was really tired. I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it that day. So we was going to do it on Monday. Then I had company. I didn't know what time company was going to leave, so we didn't do it then. Then they decided to try and impeach Trump. So the way for that vote, then we had to wait. <laughs> to see if McConnelly was going to go through with the vote, which he didn't. Not surprised. I don't understand how this man caused a fucking riot that put them physically in harm's way and only 10, 10 Republicans voted to impeach him. I don't get it. I don't understand. I wasn't surprised at all. I don't understand that at all. Like, you were literally in physical danger because of things this man did. And just like, oh, we should just give him a slap on the wrist. Like, what world are we living in? Uh, right now? 2021 America. Did you see the Capitol raid? I did. I saw, I saw a glimpse, and I think I was at work glimpsed in pieces my coworker said yo they're raiding the capital i'm like are you serious i'm trying to sneak peeks while i'm at work and stuff i didn't even hear no, about it actually until Monday. i was at the supermarket when the raid was going on and my boyfriend called me like you need to come home right now and i'm like why they're raiding the capital it's not safe outside and i'm in like a supermarket that i'm not used to so I'm like, you know what? We need food anyway. So Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't even aware of what happened until Monday. I was on vacation. When I say I unplugged, I unplugged. <laughs> I had no clue what was going on. And then I started <coughs> excuse me. Then I started hearing about it. And then I saw some stuff on the news. Oh my god, these people. These stupid dumb fucks. This one guy I saw, he, he looked like John Candy in that Cloverfield uh, re, uh, spinoff. Did you see that one? Wait, the one in space or the one in... No, the one before that. The one in John uh, in the house, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this guy looked like John Candy in that movie, except bald, right? I mean, not John Candy. What the hell's his name? Uh, John Goodman. Yeah. John Goodman. <laughs> it's funny you say candy. <laughs> right. 
right? So he's like, we need to get in there. And his friend's next to him, he's like, do what? This guy with a dead serious face goes, head on pikes! I'm like, what year is this? 1463? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, that's your solution? You go in there and you just kill a bunch of people? What the fuck? It's their go-to, honestly. That never changes. I heard about, I heard like five people were killed. One was a Vietnam vet who served in Afghanistan. Who probably suffered from PTSD, which is why she went along with this in the first place. And then it was that woman with the dope. I don't mean to laugh. Dude. The woman who had the don't tread on me sign flag and it was trampled to death. By her own marcher. If that's not irony, I don't know what is. Like, I couldn't believe that. I was like, you, I'm like, I made up story. <laughs> no, it really happened. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You can't write that shit. I'm telling you, like, yeah, to see the scenes, I did see the footage of, um, I think, the veteran who got shot after she was trying to smash through the door. Um, That officer was doing their duty, and her family actually came out and said, like, yo, you know, she may have been passionate about her belief, but the president incited all of this, and he should be impeached. Oh, and did you hear about the kids uh, who pretty much uh, called the FBI on their parents? No, I did hear. That. Yeah, then when there was, that was the other thing, too. Then the FBI. That was the other advisor which was delayed. I was like, wait, now the FBI is running around arresting all these people, even though they went back home mm-hmm. and tracking every one of them down <laughs> and busting down their front doors. But I did not know the kids actually. The one that got me and I was watching the video, I was like, I was done. It's very funny. It's the woman who got punched in the face by that uh, black officer. (coughs) I saw the end part of that. Yeah, so she punched in her face, right? I saw the end part of that. Because she was saying, oh, hang, die. They were taking off her mask, trying to take her thing. So she whopped in her face, smooth, broke her nose, right? Uh Uh-huh. So it turns out her daughter called the FBI on her because she, a few months before the daughter went to a Black Lives Matter protest and she kicked her out the house okay. because she went to the Black Lives Matter protest. Wow. And she was like, you ruin, you're ruining your life, you're ruining your sister's life. Uh, uh, uh. And here so she is. As soon as she, she <laughs> on TV footage, making an ass of FBI, herself. That's definitely my mom. And she texts her mom, like, oh, although you said I couldn't go to the Black Lives Matter protest because of the violence, is this you, mom? <laughs> is this you? But that's hilarious. Like, I got a hole in my I mean, goddamn there's... coffee cup. <laughs> oh, dang. That's a fucking pain in the ass. I'm drinking coffee and spilling it all on myself. <laughs> So then after that, I was just like, fuck it. Just, let's just, just wait till the inauguration was done, just in case something else happens. But yeah, as of now, Biden is president. Trump is on trial for impeachment. And the first one to go to and be impeached twice. Right. Like, so you got that going for you. We are 23 days into the year, and that's a quick recap. Like, this is like a... Uh, 
already a start in the news because that's like major news. Like we have to mention. Here's the thing: if he doesn't get impeached, he won because the whole reason he ran for president was to get that two hundred eight thousand dollar pension. And he said, like he said for life. That was the yeah yeah. It's two hundred and eight thousand dollars a year. That's his pension until the day he dies. That was his whole reason for becoming president. His whole reason, because that'll take care of all his financial problems. And Trump's financial problems is making businesses and having them fail. <laughs> so he'll be able to do that for the rest of his life if he doesn't get it. He's going to have Secret Service security also for the rest of his life. A travel like um, allowance. like He's pretty much would be, yeah. he's, he's, he'd be good. Yeah. But the one thing that's the most important thing to him is that pension. That was his whole purpose for running for president, just to get that pension. So if he doesn't get impeached, he won. I'll be honest. I don't think but he will be impeached. For the first time in his life, one of his plans actually worked. <laughs> It'll be the first time he's ever been actually successful at anything. Because all this man has ever done is come up with plans that fail. And then borrow money from someone else to come up with another plan that fails. And then borrow money from someone else. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is going to be an interesting year. Interesting year indeed. It's very true. Only 23 days in. On top of that, someone tried to steal my money. What money? That was another thing that was going on that I had to deal with during the delay and stuff. So ever since I got into that fight, I've had a problem with my knuckle. And when it gets cold, it hurts like a lot. So I filled out this survey and I got a reward. That's my first complaint. Their so-called reward was a free sample of this stuff that I'm about to tell you about. But if you go to the website, you still get offered the free sample. So how is that a reward? Isn't it a reward supposed to be something that is rare or you can't always obtain? It's not something you can get anytime you want, any time of the day when you feel like it. That's not really a reward if everyone has access to it all the time. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I'm like, okay, this isn't even a real reward. But whatever, it's a free sample. It's called Full Relief. And I'm, I don't give a fuck. Because these fucking people are assholes. So I am going to name the name of the company. It's Full Relief CBD Cream Company. And they did uh, CBD cream. So I signed up. I suppose I had to pay $4 for shipping. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the terms and agreements. And I don't see anything on there that says renewal. I definitely don't see a price on there for renewal. Because I don't want a renewal. So I call them up. And I asked the guy, and I say, after you send me this free sample, is there like a certain period where I get an automatic renewal for the stuff you're sending me? He looks into the computer. He says, okay, no, I just have you here as paying for shipping and handling. There's no, there's no, no fee. I said, yeah, I understand that. But what I'm asking you is, are you going to charge me later for another dose of this that you're going to ship? He says, no, what we'll do is 
you can either call in or we will call you within 30 days to see if you like the product and ask you if you want to renew it. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yes. I'm like, okay, because I'm not call. I was like, I can call in at this number. And he's like, yeah, you can call at this number or there's another number that he was going to give me. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just wait for you guys to call because I'm not going to call in twice. If I'm not, I don't have to, you know, I'm not going to cancel. I want to cancel now if I can. If not, and I have to wait, then I'm not going to call back. I'll just wait for you to call me. He says, okay, expect a call by January 4th. Mm-hmm. And he hangs up the phone. This was December 4th. January 4th comes around, haven't gotten a phone call. January 5th, I decide to check my account for some reason that morning. And there's almost $200 taken out of my account. And it's from this company, from their renewal charge. Oh, my God. I call them. This guy picks up. Right? This motherfucker. I tell him the story. He's like, do you want to cancel? I'm like, yes, I want to cancel. I didn't want it to begin with. No one ever called me to ask me if I wanted to renew this. And he's like, he's like, well, you didn't call, so the computer automatically assumed you liked the product and sent you another one. And I'm like, no, I didn't call because you guys were supposed to call me. Oh, no, we don't call. You have to call us. I'm like, that's not what this first guy told me. He's like, oh, no, that's the, you read the terms and agreements. I'm like, yes, and there was nothing in there about a referral or renewal fee, which is why I called the first time. He's like, you called? Yes, I called that same day. And he looks in the computer, he sees the call. And I'm saying, that guy told me that you guys would call me and ask me if I wanted, if I liked it and if I want to renew the product. Oh, no, we don't. I'm like, well, he's like, oh, he's like, well, no, you're supposed to call us. I'm like, that's not what that guy told me. He's like, well, what I can do right now is I can cancel your subscription. I'm like, oh, yes, cancel it. So he cancels it. And he's like, oh, is there anything else? I was like, yeah, you can give me back my money. Oh, no, we can't give you back your money. What do you mean you can't give me back my money? You haven't even shipped it yet. Let me check. No, it was shipped this morning. I have a tracking number here. Well, I never got a shipping confirmation. We don't send out shipping confirmation. What do you mean you don't send out shipping confirmations? How do you not send out shipping confirmations? That's a person's fucking receipt, you dumb shit. If you if, Even if I wanted this and this came and it was busted and I call you guys, you're going to ask me, okay, what was the shipping number? I don't have one because you don't send out fucking shipping order and receipts. He's like, well, I, I all sales are fine. No, all sales are fine. I want my, can I speak to a manager? Called them back and got someone else on the phone. He tries to tell me the same fucking thing. So that part, I'm like, put your supervisor on the phone. Mm-hmm. Right. So this woman comes on the phone. She's giving me the same bullshit. And it's bullshit because every supervisor has a manual override. Every supervisor is giving a manual override. So she could have given me back my money. She's trying to bullshit me the whole time. I know she has a manual override. Oh, I, I can't. Once it's in the system, she could override that shit easily and just be like, all right, when it comes in the mail, just shit, just send it back, which is what I do. It, it comes in the mail and I already got the receipt. I just put on there, return the sender, and throw it back in the mailbox. So I'm like, at, a, at this point, I'm so fucking pissed off. I said, you know what? Don't worry about it. I have an excellent mm-hmm. fraud department. You'll be hearing a call. Get a, prepare to get a call from the fraudulent department. <laughs> She's like, what? I'm like, you heard me prepare to get a call from the fraudulent department. 
how was it fraud? I'm like, how was it fraud? Because an employee from your company told me the exact opposite directions that I was supposed to do on purpose so I wouldn't cancel. And then you took my money out out of false pretenses. Uh That is fraud, you stupid shit. Well, the best I can do, and I thought to myself, no, the best you can do is get the fuck off on my line so I can sit there and call my bank. Thanks for wasting my time and janking my dick for fucking 40 minutes, you piece of shit, and hung up the fucking phone. And then I called my bank. And I told them the story. And they were like, the woman (laughs) on the phone is like, oh, that's not right. And I just thought, it was when I called, the other thing I called my bank, I was like, excuse me. She's like, how are you today? I'm pissed. So if I'm yelling, don't take it personally. There's not, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just really, really pissed right now. And I told her the story. She's like, oh, that's not right. And that's almost $200. I'm like, yeah. One of the things, mm-hmm. I didn't even know where they're going to send me. They sent me some fucking oil that I didn't even use because it said it was just the cream. But they sent me two things. And they charged me for both of those renewal fees, you stupid fuckers. So fuck you. Fuck your company. Fuck your CBD oil. And anybody out there, don't take shit from these motherfuckers. Don't let them take your money. Because if you, the fraudulent partner gets enough fucking claims from the same company, they're going to investigate them. So don't take that <coughs> shit. Your money back. That's a large amount. Motherfuckers. Like... That is a large amount. Even the lady on the phone, she's like, oh, and that's almost $200. That's a lot. I'm like, nah, get the fuck. Well, it usually takes five to ten business days. But if the company can get in contact with them beforehand, <laughs> I'm like, that. They're not going to answer that phone. <laughs> she just started laughing. I was like, I guarantee you they're not going to answer that phone. If they answer that phone, they hear bank fraud, anything, they're just going to hang up. And everything's on a recorded line, too. Like, I got my money. I'm sure for all those companies. Yep. Not that you ever hear about that. All of a sudden, we don't record our things. We just say we do. That's why it says That's maybe. We don't have records of that. It is. It is. When it's against them, oh, we didn't record. But when... It works in their favor. We have your own record. Fucking What's this company again? So I know. It is Full Relief CBD Cream. Yeah, relief, all right. Relief of your fucking hard-earned dollars. Got it. Mental note. Mm-hmm. I mean, cream works, but I don't want that shit now. She took my fucking money without my permission. Had y'all actually called? As like, you said you maybe. would. Probably not, though, since it was almost $100 for this little-ass bottle. This is only, like, a, a one-ounce bottle. This shit was, like, 90 bucks. What the fuck? Better off taking a hot bath for that person. Gold or something. <laughs> shit. So that was my weekend. Well, my vacation time. Fucking dick tarts. Fuck that woman. Fuck those <laughs> other three guys for yanking my dick. Assholes. How about you, Robin? How was your vacation? It was actually one of the nicest times I've had. I was off from work for two weeks, and I got to surprise family, got to relax, catch up on great shows. Batwoman's back. Great shows. Huh? Batwoman's back. What's back? Batwoman. Oh, who's the new Batwoman? Uh, Some black chick. Really? I don't know the character's name. I don't know the actress' name. I just it just came back last week. I, I need time for that. 
<laughs> I got to hear the names over and over again to remember. So, so right now, some black chick. I did not know that. Yeah, I think either Monday, Sunday or Monday, one of the two, because I watched it on Tuesday. It just happened to pop up my CW thing. I'm like, oh, wait, the shows are back. Nope, just Batwoman. Eh, all right. Yeah, I never got into it. Batwoman was actually pretty good. Actually, the CW DC universe is really good, all of them. Yeah, it is. I, I will. Their movies may not be. For maybe Titans. Titans is kind of. But that, that doesn't count. That's not in the CW universe, so. We'll let that one slide. How is Titans good or not? I want to start it's, it. It's uh, up and down. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's good. It's up and down. It's more, it's the reason is they don't know what they want Titans to be. They don't know if they want it to be dark or light. So they keep going back and forth. Mm -hmm. They just need to pick something. Honestly, I would prefer light. But. Yeah, I always. has a Batman fetish now. I like that. uh, Everything has to be dark and brutal. That's true. Not Wonder Woman, though. I don't. <laughs> oh. oh, man. But yeah, oh, you'll never guess how they replaced Batwoman. How did they replace her? Killed her off? It is. Well, uh, not. They did. They killed her off, but they didn't kill her off. You know how, you know, they did case they, in case they want to bring that person back. You'd never find a body. But just, just take a wild guess how it happened. Um. I'll give a I'll give you a hint. It's something you wouldn't expect. A riot. She fell in the Lazarus pit. Um I don't know, like it's such a wide a gun gunshot wound? No. Not in a plane crash. A plane crash? I said it was something you would never expect. Something you wouldn't think of. Yeah, Not in a plane know. crash. Really? Not in a plane crash. Yep. I was like, you know what? It's actually kind of realistic. Because that's Bruce that Wayne. Someone, yeah. And it wasn't like, because I, I, if Bruce playing, if Bruce Wayne's plane had like engine failure while he was on a business trip, there's nothing he could do about it. Wow, that's really true. There's nothing he could do about it. So yeah, yeah, died in a plane crash. Of course, they didn't find the body in case they want to bring her back at some point, but. Yeah, died in a plane crash. Regular old run-of-the-mill plane crash. I really didn't see that coming. Of course, you know, they're going to tie it like it was purposely a bomb in the plane and blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, just a plane crash. No spectacular death, no going on a mission, just a plane crash. Coming back from Metropolis, uh, not Metropolis. What's Supergirl's hometown? Was it National City? Yeah, I think it's National City. Yep. I was like, you know what? That works. <laughs> it's shocking and unexpected. That works. Right? Oh, that would work. Oh. That's like here that's like hearing Superman drown. Like, yeah, that man can drown, can he? Wow, that's shocking and unexpected. And I'm like, mm, yeah. Wow, I really didn't see that coming. I mean Superman does need oxygen. He can drown and suffocate. That would be shocking and unexpected. Superman drowned to death. I'm really sitting there thinking, what kind of... I actually want to just watch that episode to see how they transitioned into that. <laughs> yeah. Well, since we're already on DC, 
Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> Woo, boy. Like, I don't know how much we should give away. Are we going to, like, give away a lot or, like, save some for to not give spoilers? We'll play it by ear because this is, oh, boy, where to start? Let's start with the good things. Action sequences are pretty good. I enjoyed the action sequences. I like the fact that they found uses for her lasso. Yeah, they utilized it a lot, yeah. Other than, you know, just putting it on somebody to have them tell the truth. She actually did things with her lasso. A lot of Spider-Man stuff with her lasso, but I'm like, okay, whatever. But, okay, I, I, that I enjoyed. Uh, the music was good. The outfits were cool. Mm. I mean, she looks good in anything she puts on, honestly. I'll say the outfits were 80s. Yeah, like it. it we'll count it that as a positive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was gorgeous. The outfits like... were 80s. Uh. Uh. Um. The oh, acting was good. The acting was good. She was great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The acting from the was major good. players. The acting was good. Yeah. The very very end. What the uh, after credits? Yeah, thing? the after credits. I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. There's, I have a funny story for that too, but we'll get to that when we get to it. So, <laughs> uh, me and my sisters. <laughs> so, uh, back to positives. What do we? What, what, um, is there anything else? Her outfit looked amazing. The the her superhero outfit really nice. <laughs> Um, you know we're in trouble. We're struggling to find positives. Her hair was great. Uh, the, the special effects were better than the last movie. They upped the special effects. They game. did. They did indeed. Um, there was a really, uh, a really difficult special effect to pull off with Catherine. What's her name? Catherine. What the hell's her last name? The one from Saturday Christian Night Live. Kristen Stewart. No, not. It's not Christian Stewart. I guess we're. Oh wait, no. Christian Stewart was Bella. Oh. uh... Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Thank you. Thank you. I said Catherine. But yes, Kristen Wiig. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. There was that one scene where she swung around the pole. That's a very difficult scene to pull off with CGI, but it looked really good. It looked stiff. It did. But her face looked like her face, and I could see the facial expressions on her face. And I didn't mind the fact that it looked stiff because you got to let some leeway go. So, that, I mean, it was re really nicely done. So, yeah. Yeah, that the fight choreographies was pretty good. There was a scene where she was protecting people from getting hurt. That was getting beat up by someone else while still fighting at the same time. That was that was pretty nice. They did a, they did the the pan the, the spin around pan. That was pretty good. Yeah, pretty much the director's view. Like it was, she did her thing with that. Whoever mm. yeah. with certain angles, mm. the fighting <laughs> scenes. Well, I the action sequences. Most of the action sequences. It was a really bad one. We'll get to it when we get to it. Um, I think that's all the positives I can think of. 
<laughs> Can you think of anything else? Um, 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 yeah, nothing comes to mind. I can't even say that the jokes was funny because I only laughed twice. Yeah, it wasn't as... So, yeah, yeah. So, um... Okay, so, let's start. <laughs> ah, movie starts out with the narration. I have no idea what the narration was, and I don't care. I was bored from the start. And it's hard to... It's hard to understand her sometimes, so that made it worse with the narration. Watching it a second time, clearer. I still didn't care about the narration a second time. I really didn't. It was just there to be there. I don't know if it served a purpose or what. Other than transitioning to Wonder Woman as a kid, I don't know what purpose that narration served. But yeah, we see Wonder Woman as a kid and she's in this uh this comp this Olympic competition. We'll just call it Olympic competition. And during the competition she's doing well. She gets knocked off her horse. So she slides down this path now, when she's doing the competition, every time she completes a task, she has to hit a marker. So she slides down the path to catch to, to catch the, catch up with her horse, right? Because she can fit through this tube that goes that goes straight down. But she doesn't hit the marker before she does this. Catches up with her horse. She gets in front of everyone again. Because, mind you, she catches up with the horse after everybody passes her. And then so she has to pass them again. She gets in front of them. She's about to win. And then... The woman who trained her in the last movie, she yanks her up and stops her from winning. And then two other people are behind her. And <laughs> Already there's a problem. The first problem is, why the hell is she yank her up like that? What was the point of that? It wasn't like the first person who throws it in and everyone else just stopped. They all go to finish the race. They're all going to throw it in. So why did she run? Why did this woman run all the way down to the bottom of the, the, the arena? Because she was up in the, in the, in the tie area. On the balcony area. She ran all the way down just to yank this girl up. For what? What was the purpose of that? Can you explain to me why? I, I don't know. To embed the lesson in her. Like, you are not ready to win. But I thought it was... All she be- had to do was say, congratulations, everyone. Unfortunately, Diana, you're disqualified because you missed the marker. What was the point of running all the way down there just to yank her up like a bear yanking up its cub? I didn't think she cheated. That's number one. Number two, that's the other problem. You're telling people that finding an innovative way to continue forward is cheating. That is not cheating. She did not have the intentions of going off course on the race. She got knocked off a horse and her horse ran off. She had to catch up with it somehow. And she thought of an innovative way to catch up with her horse. What was she supposed to do? Just sit there and say, ah, shucks. I lost. She Boo. didn't give up. And I, I thought that was amazing. What a smart freaking kid. But now you're telling kids who watch this movie, if you mess up, well, sucks to be you. <laughs> you just sit there, pout about it, feel sorry for yourself. Don't think of an innovative way to continue forward. Where to what overcome your struggle. Yeah, that was a terrible fucking message. You cheated. Cheated because she thought outside the box? All you had to do fucked up and didn't hit a marker, you're disqualified. That would have made more sense than you cheated. Yeah. You didn't stay on the path. 
I guess maybe they didn't want her to compete in the first place, but I'm like, she still didn't hit the marker. The girl would have felt good for completing. She wouldn't have felt like she was cheated out of a win. Just say you fucked up. <laughs> you just you missed the marker. Better luck next time. Terrible, terrible message. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking with that. We cut to 1984, Washington, D.C. After that, where we get to see Wonder Woman running around doing superhero stuff, which was nice to see her doing patrols. However, she could... It was the way they had her doing the patrols. It was just an odd choice. Like, you know, in Spider-Man... If Spider-Man's doing his patrol and someone's about to get hit by a car, he swings down and carries them out of the way. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Wonder Woman kicks the fucking car across the street. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Oh, if someone gets knocked over a bridge, Spider-Man swoops down and grabs them, swings them back on top of the bridge to where they were with the person. With before they got accidentally knocked off. No, no, no. Wonder Woman snatches them with their whip and baseball slides them through the floor. I don't know if that would just make it more realistic <laughs> what would happen if a magical lasso were to save you. I don't know. I don't... It was so odd. Like, that's the weirdest shit I'd ever seen. And then I have questions about, like, I didn't understand any of these choices of how she saved these people. <laughs> like, why would you kick the man's car across the street? <sighs> I would have... I would have accepted all of a sudden she grabs the back of the car and the car and the, and lifts it up and the car stops, not hitting the woman. Running past the car, grabbing the woman, the Spider-Man swing. <laughs> the Spider-Man swinging her to safety. I even would have accepted if she stood in front of the car and stopped it from hitting the woman. Maybe put some hand dents on the front. But she literally kicked that shit across the street. I don't know what they were thinking with that. That's why when you said the director's vision, <laughs> I was like, uh, uh. we'll just leave it to the action scene, isn't it? And then the mall scene. <sighs> oh, so yeah, then we cut to the mall where a group of thieves are going to rob a jewelry store that is a front for black market, a black market um, fencing operation, which if you ever did shopping in Chinatown, you will know that is absolutely plausible. Did I ever tell you that story? No. It was me and my friend, Laura. She came to meet me at my job for work, for, for not for work, for lunch, right? And I get a long, long lunch period because I work 12-hour shift, so like an hour and a half. So 
we go to lunch. This is like this had to be like during the winter time sometime because it was dark. So we went at like around four o'clock. And then afterwards we was just walking around for a little while around the area before I went back to work and some guy walks up no not a guy, some woman walks up to us and at selling, you know, handbags. She has pictures of the handbags, she's showing them to us. I don't remember if Laura was actually thinking about buying them or just wanted to look at them. We were like, Yeah, hey, what the fuck? So then she starts leading us down the street, right? So we're following her. We're just sitting here talking. We're looking around, da da da, following this woman. We go like one block, then two blocks, then three blocks. And I looked at Laura like, where the fuck are we going? Mm-hmm. Are we taking a walk to Mordor? To the third, to the third, in the middle of the third block, we get to this building, right? She opens the door. <laughs> it's like this tiny place, no bigger than like, not even, yeah, probably about no bigger than a walk-in closet. Literally that small. You can fit about three people in there. So the woman's like, yeah, come in, come in, come in. It's a different woman. Come in, come in, come in. She knocks on the wall because she got these handbags hanging all on the wall, right? She mm-hmm. knocks on the wall. Suddenly the wall opens up and there's a completely different room behind it filled with all these knockoff bags. Wow. We walked in. They closed the door. We looked around. <laughs> they had to be at least 75 bags back there. <laughs> the door opens. Another group starts coming in. We looked at each other. We like, you yeah, know, we're good. <laughs> I don't know what I would have done. I think I would have been compelled to get one for all the trouble the three blocks that I walked. <laughs> it was like, yeah, no, that's about to be a taken situation right there. I'm good. <laughs> So that shit does happen. That's not. That's. But back to Wonder Woman. Because that's probably the only entertaining thing you're going to have about this. I did that and other than the story at the end. So. So yeah. To end. They're going to rob this, this, this black market fencing operation. And. You know the type of movie you was in when the two guys who went in the place looked like Rocksteady and Bebop. Did you notice that? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that tells you. I mean, I know this movie was takes place in the 80s, but for fuck's sakes. You didn't have to make an 80s movie. And it wasn't even a good 80s movie. It wasn't like a Superman 80s movie. This was... This was a Supergirl 80s movie. I remember that movie. That's exactly what this is. The end was exactly the same. Remember any end of Supergirl with the wind tunnel? I don't remember that. I do remember watching that movie years ago. There was no real fight, just a fucking wind tunnel and a funky looking demon. <laughs> and the, 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 the woman at the end got sucked into the wind tunnel. That because Supergirl couldn't get close to her because of the wind tunnel, the magic wind. The same fucking ending. It's the same fucking ending. Matter of fact, this movie really just combined every Superman movie from the 80s. From Superman 1 all the way to Supergirl. 
Oh yeah, there is definitely a wind at the end of Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> but back to this mall thing. So they 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 rob this place, and as soon as they get out, Rocksteady drops his gun, and a woman in the mall screams, and it's pandemonium. And then to the point. The other guy, the guy who was with, he was like chilling. He was good, and Rocks uh, said he was like no. Whatever. He was like, oh, you can't hide. You can't. No, he was fine. Don't talk yeah. to me. I don't know you. Yeah, because it was four of them. Two went in, and then the other two was out. And then Rock Betty and V-Slot split up two, one with each of the other two guys. And then, yeah, he ended up with that guy. And that was when he dropped his gun. And it was slapstick pandemonium with stuff like that all, all the way up to old school running up an escalator that's going down. They actually put that in there. Like, was that supposed to be funny? So Wonder Woman shows up, destroys all the security cameras, even though there's about 100 people who see her. And I guess she's never heard of VHS tapes. So there's yeah. that. That guy didn't make any sense when, okay, she shows up because he kidnaps a little girl. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. You're definitely going back now. Yeah, even at that point, his colleagues are telling him, no, no, no. It, it was all slapstick. And it was just just really bad. And this isn't an action scene. This is just slapstick intro. Like, there's real action scenes in this movie. This, just slap, this is just slapstick intro. So I don't even count this as an action scene. This is just so fucking stupid. With the little girl, and her acting was terrible. Why did she throw that little girl into the... the, the there's, a, there's, a, there's a little girl. Right, which she's one? fighting There's someone, a, the little a, black girl. Little she's girl. fighting the little. The, she's fighting. There's a little black girl standing there, and she does this superhero spin to grab the little girl, do another superhero spin, and slide her into some teddy bears, ten feet away. What was the fucking point of that? And I'm not joking. Ooh. She was literally ten fucking feet away. And the teddy bear, the teddy bear was literally 10. This girl slid 10, fuck, okay, maybe 20 feet. She's still in fucking danger. She's still in the vicinity. It wasn't like it was all the way across to the other side of the mall. Like, what, what was the point of that? Why? why? Just tell the little girl, run. And then she, she beats up the guy, catches him, and does a wink with the little girl. The girl does the, the worst wink I've ever seen. She was cute, though. But she did the worst fucking wink I've ever seen. And then Wonder Woman tells her, sure, she's a secret. And she winks again and does, sure, she's a secret. Terribly, she was still cute. But my God, it was fucking awful. It was worse than that kid who played Anakin Skywalker. Oh, yeah, that kid. And I just didn't understand any of this. I didn't understand why you would start your movie out like this. The first one didn't start out like this. The first one started out serious. Why couldn't you start this out serious? And then introduce a little bit of slapstick so we know it's not a fucking goof. Because that's what this movie was, a fucking goof. What's a goof? Describe this terminology. A goof. A joke. Oh. <laughs> Not a, oh, goof, a goof. A goof. A <laughs> goof. Uh, where was I? I? Oh, I went through all that already. Take out the security cameras. Yeah, so, yeah, she, she beats these guys up and Drops them on a building so, I mean, on a, a car so fucking hard that the roof breaks. So at least two of them should be dead just from being at the, in the middle of a sandwich. But they're perfectly fine. Mind you, this is the same universe 
where Batman murdered a bunch of people trying to kill Superman, where Superman went through buildings and half of Metropolis ended up dead. But, you know, these guys, they fall on a tar, caving in the roof, and they're perfectly fine. Make up your fucking mind, DC. They never will, okay? Like, do you want this to be serious, or do you want this to be uh, cartoonish? One of the two, you can't have both. It doesn't work. So at this point, we find out she works at the Smithsonian. And... Oh, yeah, well, we meet Barbara. Uh, Barbara Nova, right, right. Played by Catherine Wick. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, so we cut to that when Catherine Wig is the nerdy type that no one likes for no reason whatsoever. Like, she's not even really annoying. She's not. That's the thing. Like, you understand why no one wants to be around Jar Jar Binks. He's fucking annoying. Barbara, Barbara Minova wasn't even annoying. They tried to make her annoying. They had her doing the run-off sentences and the person who can't stop talking when they're nervous and they're always nervous all the time. But it wasn't, it wasn't annoying. It, it wasn't funny either. It was just like, all right, this is a personality. Yeah, it wasn't funny. I think the reason it wasn't annoying, <clears throat> I, I know why it wasn't funny, but I think the reason it wasn't annoying is because she wasn't spouting nonsense. She was actually getting, giving exposition when she talks like that, you know? Like, you got her whole backstory and that rambling, that nervous rambling. So you're paying more attention to that. Like, you found out that she works, she's a expert in archaeology of some sort. She was hired, like, the week before, so she's new. Uh, she lives alone. She doesn't have that many friends. Most people don't even want to talk to her. You, you know, you learn all that while she's doing this. So it wasn't annoying because you're getting information about the character. Not once did she ramble off in some weird nonsense that made no sense. And then you're like, all right, this chick is just fucking annoying. So that was the thing. <laughs> it was just like, all right, she's there. And they are doing... Their ca- oh, they were cataloging. That's what it was. The FBI, yeah, the FBI needed um, some of the artifacts verified from the uh, fencing operation. Because they acquired all that stuff. And they come across this stone, which is a magic wishing stone. And while they're looking at this stone and they're talking about it, I don't remember how she found out what it was. Oh, you know what it was? There was something written on it. Latin was written on it. It said something about wishing. And Barbara says, oh, wouldn't that be great if you could wish for anything? What would you wish for? And Diana doesn't say it out loud, but she wishes for Steve to come back, which was uh, Chris Pines. I'm just going to get this out of the way now. His purpose in this movie was completely fucking pointless and useless. He served absolutely no purpose whatsoever. I have no idea why he was in this movie. They shouldn't have killed him off if they were going to bring him back like that. Killing him off was fine. But there was no... But the way they brought him back, that was There was was no reason to bring him back. He served no purpose to this plot whatsoever. None. Diana got laid. I guess that's the one thing, I guess. He served no purpose to this plot whatsoever zero i mean absolutely nothing because he ties into nothing nothing other than the romantic angle and they could have just did that with someone else it would have made more sense with someone else 
She's been alive long enough. You gotta move along at some point. And she did not go. She did. I just so like it was just, how they did it. Um, I don't know if we're gonna go into that. We now, are. But we are. It's just. It's. It's stupid. Nothing. Nothing like he about possessed his character. Someone? His spirit possessed him. Like how was his, what? Nothing about his character served any purpose to the major plot of the story. And no one could That's see him problem. as him, but. Every Only every her. other person's storyline had a connection to the major plot of the story except him. <clears throat> and when we get to how he gets involved, you're just like, oh, so people are going to sit there and say, oh, there's the major. No, that was just thrown in there to put him into the movie. Because he serves no real purpose. But then, but back to the timeline. Her and Barbara become friends. And then Barbara starts to get, not really jealous, envious. Barbara gets envious mm-hmm. of uh, Diana <clears throat> holding on back at the office, holding on to the wishing stone and wishes she could be like Diana. Um, what happened next? Oh, okay. So, yeah, here this enters, enters Max, played by, uh, what's his name? Pedro, what? From The Mandalorian. Dude, he's from the Mandalorian. Yeah, uh, I can't think of his last name. Pedro, it's it's two P's, I believe. Was that really his accent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is accent. This is real accent. He's also going to be in another movie we're going to review called uh, "We Can Be Heroes." Wow, I definitely want to see that movie. Oh, but anyway, digress. But okay. Uh, so yeah. He's an oil tycoon who is really a... He's an oil tycoon to the public, but he's really a uh, bro-con artist. He has this venture where he was drilling in these places. He was getting investors to sign up. Basically a Ponzi scheme. Getting investors to sign up for oil drilling in places that had no oil. That made no sense. Did you see how many places he drilled and you did not find one speck of oil in all those places? What? Okay, that was another thing that made no sense, but continue. Turns out he was one of the people who was buying something from that black market fencing operation, which he was buying was the Wishing Stone. So he starts smoozing up to Barbara to get access to it. And at a party, he convinces her to let him hold it. Also during this time, this is when Steve returns in another man's body. And Diana is okay with this. And I'm not joking when I say she is absolutely, she is 100% okay with this. Not one time in this entire movie does she say this is not right, that he's taking over this other man's life. Not once. She is perfectly fine with this situation. And I thought, what the fuck? Mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, are we sure we're watching a superhero movie here? Because I don't know. I think a superhero would be a little perturbed about the situation of someone else's consciousness being in another person's body. But she just says, fucking has sex with him. So there's that. But was she really having sex with him, though? Yep, she definitely did. But really, it was another man's body. It's not even the same face. As she said, I only see she only sees uh, Steve. That's in her imagination. So was it really 
Steve or was it just someone else? Or was it a threesome? Could you count that as a threesome? Could you? And like what, did the guy just go to sleep while he was? I mean, technically there are two people there, one physically, one other person's consciousness. But those two people's consciousness have to be present for it to be a threesome. Or do you actually have to have two bodies present for it to be a threesome? Well, three bodies altogether. Deep thoughts from the universe of DC. So, uh, where are we? Uh, she, Steve. Meanwhile, she having finessed the stone from Dum Dum. Max wishes to be the wishing stone. Interesting twist. Wasn't expecting that. I was not. <laughs> Give him points for that one. Uh, oh, yeah. That was the other thing. Then we cut to a fucking 80s montage. A way, way, way too long fucking 80s montage. Because he wasn't here when I did this, when I talked about this last time, but in Mulan, they did a, a uh, training montage. And it was a long training montage. But there were scenes in between. So it would be like, oh, they would be training. So they'd have a little train. they have a training montage. Then it would stop and they'd have a conversation. And then the training montage would continue on. And then it would stop. They'd have another talking scene. And then it'd contain- so it's still just one big training montage. But it was broken up in sections. Because the, the training montages never stopped. You know, it wasn't like, oh, there was an action scene where she got beat up and then trained again. You know what I'm saying? This was still all in the training sequence. But they were smart enough to break it up so it doesn't feel like one long training montage, even though it was. And this one, you have two different montages smashed back to back to be one long montage that went on for five fucking minutes. And none of it was funny or charming or interesting. It started out with fucking clothes montage of getting, what the fuck is Steve? Fucking all these names. Steve dressed, yeah. Getting Steve dressed in different different 80s clothes. Emphasizing the fanny pack, which isn't really funny anymore. It's 2020. That's when this movie came out. It's 2020. We're doing this in 2021, but it's 2020. Fanny packs aren't funny anymore. I wear one. No one cares about fucking fanny packs. No one cares. The only question you see when you say is someone like, why is he wearing a fanny pack? And then you go about your business. It's not hilariously funny. So I don't know why they were emphasizing on that. Plus, that was all the rage in the 80s anyway. And then it immediately, and I mean immediately, because all it does is switch musics to a Steve getting to know the world montage. Like, there was no entry, no break in between, no leadway. The music just, there wasn't even a silence in between. The music just switched to a different set of music, and they cut scenes to them showing Steve the new world. And again, none of it was funny. None of it was charming. It was just there, and it was too fucking long. Five fucking minutes. I timed it. It was five minutes (laughs) long. Five minutes of your time wasted on nothing. Finally, 
because Diana starts to suspect it has something to do with the wishing stone. That's why Steve's back. They go to see Barbara, who tells her she lent it to Max. So they go to Max's office and find out he headed to Cairo. And they follow. Meanwhile, Barbara is getting more aggressive. She's starting to become more cold, beating up people in the middle of the street. Yada, yada, yada. They track him down to Cairo, where he is using... He is basically... He's basically granting people's wishes and then taking what he wants from them. Because the way the wishing stone works is it grants your wish, but it takes something from you, whatever you possess, whatever you, uh, your most valued possession is. That's what it takes away from you. It's basically a monkey's paw. So what he was doing was walk around. He was granting people's wishes and then taking what he wants from them because he's the monkey paw. He can decide whether or not to take what's uh, most valuable to them or not. Or he can take something meaningless. It's just his choice. So he would go around, trick someone into making a wish, and then taking what he wanted from them. So he went there to take this oil tycoon's oil, who doesn't have any oil, so he just takes his bodyguard and leaves. There's more to it, but it's not important. So uh, after that, uh, Steve and Wonder Woman catch up with them. That This is the first good action sequence we get. Oh, yeah, I forgot how they got the Cairo. Yes, yes, yes. I forgot the one. The reason they got the Cairo mm-hmm. was they went to Smithonium and stole a plane. I was wondering. There's a cool factor in here, but then it's just like a stupid factor. They go to the Smithonium and steal a plane. Number one. Um, how the hell does Steve know how to fly that plane? Uh, that's a good question because I don't know how similar the planes were Back then that's to the planes. The, yes, in that's that the point. His plane period, what was the, the other one? 1920s, right? World, World, World War II? World, World was, War II, yeah. That was around the 1920s? Or was it a little later? I think it was World War II ranged in 1920s. And yeah. No, what I think it was. Like? No, 40s, 1940s. Because Pearl Harbor was 1942. World War I, I believe. was in 1920s. 1939 to 1945. Okay, right. Okay, so yeah, so 1930s. 1930s, because yeah, that's I thought Pearl Harbor was 19, 1942, I believe. Was it? 1941. You're close. 41, close. Okay, so all right, so yeah, the planes in 19, we'll say 19, but I'm going to say 40s because I'm pretty sure this is towards the beginning of the war. So 19, we'll say the 1930s. All right, the planes. This this is 50 years later. Yeah, 50 years later. Let me check my math there for a minute. The planes have advanced tremendously. There are still, yes, the basic similarities, but I am almost positive there's no way he could he could fly that plane that fast, that well. So that was an issue right there. Unless he has some mutant power. Or the guy that he possessed was a pilot also. And he could tap into his memories, but no, I don't think so because you see him later on. But I'm just like... Uh, so there's that. And then she turns the plane invisible, which was cool because we got to see how the invisible plane works. But she literally mentions radar. Radar does not work on visibility. That's why it's radar. Yeah, what does that mean? It makes it invisible <laughs> as if it doesn't make It works off of vibrations. <laughs> vibrations strike off of solid objects. It doesn't matter if you can see it or not. 
that was a continuity <laughs> issue. Like, especially they just threw it in. Yeah, I'm gonna try it. This is my first time attempting. But I'm, like, I'm willing to let that slide and go with the magic aspect. We'll say magic works on radar. They could have said that, but you know. I'll just assume magic works on radar. Because making your plane invisible does not stop it from being seen on radar. Oh, so that's how they got the Cairo. So yeah, they catch up with him, and there's a good action sequence. Oh, I need something to drink. My mouth is getting dry <laughs> from laughing at this bullshit. <laughs> and there's a good action sequence. Special effects look way better than they did in the last movie. They did some cool things. Was there anything off about it? Not really. Did no, you think not anything really. Oh, the like... kids playing in the street without not. Yeah, that was a little. That was a little. They like, try to put in kids every opportunity in this movie. I get it, it's a family movie, but gosh. That was, that was one that was a little cliche, too. They were on a highway dirt road, and all of a sudden, there's a bunch of houses. Not even like a real village, just a bunch of houses set up alongside this dirt road out of nowhere. I didn't, that was a little weird to me. That was a little forced. Like, it wasn't even like a full town they drove through. It was just like, it was like, like one or five two or six houses on each randomly. side. And then kids randomly running across the street. Why the hell then, are they playing across the road when they have a whole desert behind their house? Right. It was really, it wasn't right. like, it wasn't like there's a bunch of trees and bushes and, 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 and grass that keeps the ball from rolling. It was just dirt. And they didn't see or feel the armored trucks coming. Like they didn't see those trucks coming, like a mile away. I'm sure they don't get that many visitors on that road since it's just a dirt road for miles upon miles. So the kids are oblivious. The parents and then ten houses, five on each side in a row before it's dirt. What are the parents doing? Putting laundry. Putting laundry. That was very odd. Oh yeah, that was just really forced, definitely. It wasn't like the, you know, the ball was behind the house and comes flying across the road. And the kids go, no, one kid was on one side of the road. The other kid was the other. And they were kicking it ball back and forth in the middle of the road. I was like, are you fucking kidding me with this? But before that, it was pretty good. It was pretty good action sequence. Max gets away, of course. <clears throat> and uh, what happens after that? He gets back to. Oh, D- uh, Diana calls um, Barbara again. Right, right. They go see Barbara and they do some more investigating about the stone. Yeah. And they go to the shaman, and that's when they, and that's when they find out that the, the um, the the wishing stone is a monkey paw, and Diana's losing her powers because that's what's most valued to her. For Steve to be there, and Barbara's losing her humanity to be like Diana because that's what she was. She was kind, and she was she was the embodiment of humanity, kind, you know, down to earth, blah 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 blah. And now she's becoming aggressive and losing her humanity, only caring about herself, and the blah blah blah. 
And the only way you can reverse the effects is to either destroy the stone, which means killing Max, or everybody recants their wish. And at that point, Barbara disappears. I'm not going to be a part of this. I can't do this. Don't want to be a part of this. Diana didn't want to do it either because she's fucking selfish. Mind you, he's still in some other man's body. Right. Like, like, yo, not even that sways her. She's still, I don't want to do this. What happened to you? We don't have enough information. I'm like, you're a selfish fucking prick. And Steve is telling her to do it. But no. Mm -hmm. And so far as you can tell, as I've been talking, Steve really has no nothing to do with this whatsoever. It's just stupid. Because if I guess Steve like her wasn't here, throughout the movie or something. Because even if Steve wasn't there, she still would have ended up in Max's place and find the broken shell. Because that's how they did it. They found the broken shell. Because Barbara was the one who lent it to Max. So she would have learned to work and said, hey, Barbara, where's that, that, where's the, the, the thing so I can put it away? Oh, I lent it to Max. She'd have went over there to get it from him, find out that it was dust, and he used it to wish it on himself, and still would have been investigating to go look for him to track this thing down, according to everyone else, because he basically stole it. You know, she'd really be looking for him knowing that he do what it is, but she has to, she could just tell her superior she has to track this man down because he stole this thing. Although working at a Smithsonian, you know, no one ever questioned that either. Now that I think about it, because she works at a Smithsonian, don't they normally have investigators do that stuff? Mm-hmm. But she's taking these a lot. Okay. Suspension of disbelief. We'll let that go. Suspension of disbelief. She still could have, even with the suspension of disbelief, she still would have worked in tracking the man down on her own. So, as of right now, Steve serves absolutely no purpose. Zero. So he's telling her to get rid of him so she can get her powers back. She's refusing. Max is tired of doing wishes one at a time. Is trying to find out how to uh, grant a wish to everybody at once. <clears throat> so he makes someone wish him. He have a, a, a meeting with the president. We get this guy who did a pretty good Ronald Reagan. <clears throat> and he asked the president to wish for some. Oh, he what did the president wish for? New, more nukes. Yeah, he wished for more nukes. And in return, he takes the presidency from him. This is when he finds out about the Star Wars project. They named it something else, but it was basically the Star Wars Project. And if you know you younger people out there don't know what the Star Wars Project is, just look up Ronald Reagan's Star Wars Project. Most absurd thing you ever heard of. Which we're doing fucking again. <laughs> fucking Star Wars Project. Uh, but um, this is when Diana and... Uh, what's his name shows up? Steve shows up. And they have to fight their way through the Secret Service, man, because Max is in charge now. And this is where we get to see more uses of the witch, which was pretty cool. Like when she was spinning it around to stop bullets, which kind of made sense. Instead of her using her bracelets all the time, because she doesn't have to actually know where the bullet's going. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it was actually really this is a good action sequence. I'm not going to describe everything, but this is a good action sequence. Max is a fucking pussy. 
again, this is again with Steve, there's no purpose. And uh, they're about to catch him. Well, Barbara shows up, and at this point, she has embraced the role of Cheetah, who was what she, who was who she was from the very beginning. That's what they were leading to. The sad part was when she she made the wish. I knew that's where this was headed. It, you just knew. And I said to myself, remember when it was okay for Wonder Woman to have a male as an arch villain instead of having to fight a female, uh, female counterpart of herself? You know, like a movie ago when she fought Ares. Mm-hmm. Granted, that fight sucked ass, but that had nothing to do with her fighting a man, just the way they did that fight. You know, she got to punch him. He punched her. It's just, you know, that fight was just awful. But at least it was a real fight. But yeah, they threw Cheetah in. And this was the scene I was talking about when she did the swing around the pole thing. And it looked good. The special effects looked better. This is also when the choreography where Cheetah is beating up the Secret Service men and Wonder Woman at the same time. And Wonder Woman's fighting her, but keeping the Secret Service men from getting seriously hurt. Like one guy's about to get his head smashed. She blocks his head from hitting, but gets punched in the stomach. And then punches Cheetah back. Cheetah hits somebody else, throws him. She grabs a chair, throws it so the guy lands in the chair, gets punched in the back of the head, or blah, blah, blah. It was really, really good choreography. Like I said, the action scenes, good. And uh, she manages to help Max escape. And he grants her an extra wish on the house. Because as explained, he gets to choose what he takes from people. So he gives her a free wish. And she wishes to be the alpha predator. Mm-hmm. Fully converging herself into Cheetah. I wrote WWF. Oh, that's the wrong one. Sorry. That's the, that was note number two. Where are we on, on my notes? Yeah, they escape. And Wonder Woman goes back to her her makeshift lair. Where we are here, the origins of the original Wonder Woman in this universe. Named Asteria. And mm-hmm. the story goes... <sighs> I should have looked up who read this because you, I mean, who read this? Who wrote this? Because my God, you just. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is just some terrible writing. I mean, there's some aspects that are good and there's stuff you can work with here. But then it ends up with like some of the dumbest shit that makes absolutely no sense. And this is one of them. Apparently, when man was enslaved in the Amazon, they took all their armor and made one super suit. And gave it to their greatest warrior named Asteria. So she had an impenetrable suit of armor who can hold back all the men while the Amazon, the Amazonians escaped. Mm-hmm. And as the legend goes, she sacrificed herself so all the Amazonians can live. Why the fuck would you think she was dead? Where did she find the armor again? It was from the Amazonians. Yeah, the, but where did Diana find it? I don't know. She just found that shit somewhere. Why would you think this woman is dead? Have you ever seen an old, an old Amazonian in this universe? Never. Because they don't fucking age. And she was in an impenetrable armor. So why would you think she was dead? 
All she had to fucking do was stand there until all the men got tired of stabbing her fucking armor. That's it. So why? Oh, she sacrificed herself like this woman was dead. <laughs> and I said this, I'm like, who the fuck wrote this? Because clearly this woman's not dead because Amazonians don't age. Unless they're physically killed, they live forever. And for a bunch of people who are constantly getting picked off, there seem to be a fucking lot of them. <laughs> Have you noticed that? Their numbers never seem to drop. That's true. I'm trying to think. Maybe they meant, like, <laughs> sacrificing that she could never come back to the island. Why couldn't she come back? Like, she knows where it was. She knew where they were going. Nothing about that fucking legend made any type of sense. And I yeah. wanted to smack the person who decided to put that in here. Because the woman doesn't age. She's in an impenetrable, impenetrable armor, which means she can't be killed. So why would anybody think she was dead? And why didn't she keep her armor with her? Well, what the fuck does she need it for? I'm sure it was heavy as fuck. I mean, I'm just curious where Diana... I mean, maybe she found it in the museum and Diana took it. I didn't care where she found it because this whole story made no goddamn sense. The woman was still alive somewhere. But Diana came looking for her. And and that's another thing. She sacrificed herself. So you think she's dead. Why are you go looking for a dead person? Nothing, nothing about that legend made any kind of sense. As far as why these people did not know where this woman was or why she never came to Etheria, nothing. So she finds her, yeah, she found her armor but never found Asteria. And how the fuck did they find where they were supposed to be? Uh, where they're supposed to be, uh, where Max was? Or did we get that story? Oh, wait, no, we got that. Okay, well, that actually took place before they got to the Oval Office. And that yeah, was when. That was, and there was also a funny joke in that one. When the, guy, the man with the cows. Oh, yeah, I wanted a farm, but. <laughs> yeah, he says, the man asked me if I wanted a farm. I didn't mean here, because it just popped, this farm just popped up in the middle of fucking Washington, D.C. <laughs> so pretty much there's chaos in. Uh... Is it just D.C. or the world is chaos? Well, I know it was definitely in D.C. At, at that point, it was just D.C. Because I was on the way to the president, the, the Oval Office. Yeah, we had that. And that's when we had the story of Asteria. So that took place before uh, they actually got to the presidency. And she made that second wish. So I absolutely know how dare. I have no idea. Oh, she asked the president where they were going. That's how. I forgot. She put the, the truth lasso on them. And that told him where he was going. So... Yeah, at this point, that was when she decided to give up her wish. Yeah, because the world is literally in chaos around them, and that's when he finally convinces her, Joe, just give me up. Yep, because she saw there was no other option. And this is also where she learned to fly. Right, let go. It reminded me of Avatar. We got the Invisible Plane and Flying Wonder Woman in the same movie. They got that out of the way quickly. Thank God, because I did not want to see her flying around that fucking invisible plane. <laughs> because it was so stupid. Like, the plane is invisible, but not you. So it's just you flying. It just looks like you're sitting in the air. 
people can still see you. Uh fuck. <laughs> Air Force goes flying by and sees some woman and sitting in midair scooting across the clouds. <laughs> uh so yeah, she figures the the president tells her she goes home, gets her armor, comes back. And this oh, is wait, where wait. she learned to fly. Is this when she rides the lightning? When she learns to fly? Uh that was pretty cool when she was riding the lightning. I do not remember. I don't remember. Maybe that was during the cheetah fight. I honestly don't remember. It was Maybe. at this point. I was so over this movie. It's just like I wasn't paying attention to any cool scenes anymore. <laughs> I wasn't visuals just weren't getting me anymore because it was just so much fucking bullshit and nonsense going on. So, so I don't know. Maybe some other stuff happens in between. Oh, that was the other funny moment. Well, it was either after this or during this. It was probably right before the fight with Cheetah. But there was another funny moment when he gets hooked up to to the Star Wars machine, where he's broadcasting, telling everyone they could make a wish. People start making wishes, and this boy, there's a I guess it's a husband and wife had a, a husband and wife, right? She's like, I wish that all the. This is in London. She's like, I wish all the the the, 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 the what are they called over there? The Irishmen. No, no. What do they call the police over there? What do they call them again? Constables. Uh, She's like, I wish all the constables would come and pick up all you Irish mixed and take back where they come from. He goes, Oh yeah, I wish you would drop dead. And she starts choking. <laughs> and suddenly the police break through the door, and start arresting them. Yo, I started dying alive, and I was like, well, she won't be taking back her wish. Mm-hmm. Yo, I was crying. I was like, well, I guess she won't be taking back her wish. Because I don't understand how that works. He's like, I wish she would choke to death, but if she's already choked to death, can you take that wish back? Yeah, how can she take her wish back? Like, if you already, if it already happens, you already died. If they already died after you wished them to choke to death, will taking the wish back bring them back to life? Does it work like that? Because if it does, then the end of this movie doesn't make any fucking sense. So I'm pretty sure all the Irishmen are getting are getting arrested and sent back to Ireland. Because that woman's still dead. Unless somebody managed to bring her back to life through CPR. Oh god. Did nobody proofread this movie? Can you look up how many writers this movie had, please? Let's see. Let's see. Can, can, can this be blamed on one person? And d- don't look up writer. Look up. Um, don't look up story. Look up the screenplay because the person who wrote the screenplay or teleplay, if whichever one you like, are the ones who have to take full responsibility for this fiasco. Because you should notice things like this and make appropriate change. It comes up only Patty Jenkins, Jeff Jones, uh, three. Oh, Jesus Christ, that explains a lot. Does it say screenplay or teleplay? Or does it just say 
Screenplay. Okay, so three people wrote the screenplay. That explains a lot. Too many different ideas. Too many kitchens in the... I mean, too many chefs in the kitchens, as they say. <laughs> Fucking hell. All three of you to blame for not noticing this floor in your logic. As funny as it is. So... <sighs> So, um, oh yeah, okay, where are we? Yeah, she gets her armor, she shows up to where it's being broadcast, and she fights with Cheetah. And this action scene sucks fucking balls. The reason it sucks fucking balls is because it's too goddamn dark. <laughs> made the cheetah see, it made the Cheetah CGI look very strange. Because it looked like, she looked like she was wearing the cat's costume. Not movie cat's costume either. She looked like she was wearing a Broadway cat's costume. Yeah, well, yeah. You couldn't see anything except this cheesy... Maybe that's why they wanted it dark, so that we couldn't see much. Oh, well, hold on. I'll get to that in a minute. But, yeah, she... It was this, it looked like, and it didn't look clear. It looked like Cat's costume silhouette. Like you could see, the best way I could describe it was there was this one cat in Cats. Like if you look at the cast of Cats on Broadway, there was this one particular weird costume where it looked like instead of fur, this fucking guy looked like he was wearing feathers. And that's what this costume looked like. Like, it doesn't look like he's wearing fur. It looks like he's wearing feathers. So he's he looks like a cat with that's dressed like a bird. <laughs> and then it was blurry. A lot of the action scenes, you couldn't tell what was going on. The CGI wasn't good. <sighs> and then there's a lot of electronical dis destruction. And my sister pointed out, though, yeah, with all this destruction, shouldn't the broadcast have stopped because they just fucked up all the power lines, which which should have happened. Mm -hmm. Especially after the climax of that fight was them her electrocuting them. Yeah, I'm like is that. I guess is it because she's like Diana, she couldn't die. I thought I thought she was gonna. Yeah, die. all of a sudden, for some reason, she's immune to electricity. Are cheetahs immune could... to electricity? You could say, I mean, I don't know. Wonder Woman's powers are inconsistent anyway because she can get injured, but yet she's supposedly invulnerable, and yet she still has a healing factor. It's like they just like wanted to keep giving her stuff to do just to help whatever story they were writing in the comics at the time. So she has all these powers that makes no fucking sense and contradict each other. Like, why do you need healing, advanced healing, if you're invulnerable? Like, it makes no sense. So, yeah, it was just weird. Apparently now she's invulnerable to lightning. I don't know. You could say maybe the suit made her invulnerable to the lightning. But I don't see under how that can be when the suit conducts electricity. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the fuck was going on with that. 
Oh, what? yeah. Who's her dad? Because, you know, in the comics, Zeus is supposed to be her dad. So that would make sense that they went along that, why she can ride lightning and vulnerable to it. You said but, she rode lightning earlier. So, yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, Zeus is still her father in the movie. So maybe that's what, maybe that's the idea. Didn't know that was a thing. Makes sense. It's just, that still doesn't explain why the fuck the power is still going on to this guy. So, yeah, so then, because at this part, we have Wet Cheetah, which look worse than Dry Cheetah. Because it's so fucking dark, <laughs> nothing about it looked real. At one point, I couldn't tell which was her ass and which was her face. The CGI was so bad because she was curled up into a ball. So I didn't know what the fuck was which. That's how bad that CGI was when she was a wet. When she was wet. So this is when we get to Max, who is still transmitting on TV screen despite the entire electrical being fucking destroyed maybe he wished it <laughs> maybe but then she breaks the camera that he's showing his, his image on so now he has to go inside the beam so i don't understand how that fucking works yeah is that how tv works <laughs> again we can put it on magic but if the electricity going didn't bother it why the fuck should the camera bother it because it shouldn't have electricity to begin with. And that was when we get to she can't get to him because of the strong winds from the magic. Like in Supergirl, the end with the lady with the, the, the magic rock. And she puts the lasso around his waist. And she starts talking about how living these wishes, living these wishes is a lie. She would trance your wish because you have to live the truth. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, I refuse. I don't talk. She says, I'm not talking to you. And for some reason, he didn't notice the truth. The lasso was on his on her, on his leg, broadcasting. And then people start rechanting their wish. And this is when we see Cheetah outside in the daylight, partly dry. And she looked fine. That was an appropriately looking version of a real life Cheetah character. It didn't look exactly like the character in the comics, but I could see that she looked like a cheetah. She looked like she was a were-cheater. So I don't know why they filmed that fight scene at night. I really don't. Because the daylight, semi-dried cheetah looked better than anything they had before. So I don't know what the hell the point of that was. Like, I get maybe they felt the CGI looked bad, so they switched it to nighttime in post. But from from that one scene with her sitting there, the costume looked good. So I don't see what the point of changing it. I don't know why they had to film that at night. I mean, unless the CGI, daytime CGI, looked 100 times worse than at nighttime CGI. I don't see how, because all the other daytime CGIs look fine. So I didn't understand that. And it is the other problem with that whole, and this is why I said earlier about the wishing thing, because Max recants his wish. So, but everyone remembers wishing. So, that means they just give the wish back. So, how do you give back someone choking to death if they're already dead? Yeah, did we see what happened to them after? Nope. We saw him. He, he, you saw him recant his wish. <laughs> and someone doing CPR on that woman. Because she's dead. 
So how does that come back? I don't. Maybe it's like dirt don't hurt you. Like you drop it for five seconds within the time window, she can come back. I don't know. Because if recanting your wish can bring make the makes the other wish not happen, because she's already choked to death. So the only way the only way it'll work is if recanting your wish makes your previous wish not ha- not have happened. Which means when Max recants his wish, none of the stuff should have happened. So the only one who should remember is Max. And the stone should be in perfect condition. And he could just take that back and say, yeah, it wasn't what I was looking for. Otherwise, none of this makes sense because every Irish person in London is getting arrested still and getting sent back to Ireland because he can't bring this woman back to life by recanting his wish. And her wish is still in effect because she's dead. Yeah, that. And I'm sorry, I'm thinking logically on this on a stupid, cheesy, cheesy 80s superhero movie, but come the fuck up. If you're going to tie up your loose ends, at least tie them up in a nice little bow. Don't half ass it. So, none of this made any fucking sense. Um, my question is what was the purpose of Max doing gathering all those wishes to acquire one big wish? Like, what? To be you know his health to be the most successful man in the world because he was poor as a kid. That's it. So like, basically, he was still pointless. He was pointless as a main villain because he didn't do shit. He did fucking nothing, nothing, except cause trouble. This would have played out much better. First of all. As you know, as I said before, Steve was pointless in this movie. He served no purpose. If I was to write this movie, I would keep everyone in there except for Steve. I would continue with the Max storyline up until the White House. Okay, At that point, Cheetah would have became the main villain because fucking Max is a big fucking pussy. She could have easily dominated him and had control over him, and she would be in control of the monkey paw, getting wishes, whatever wishes she wanted, for herself. That would have been a much better movie because now she's suddenly the main villain. She gets the end climatic fight, and that's the last thing you have to deal with at the end of the movie because then she can just tell tell Max, yeah, tell everybody to recant their wish because it's fucking up the world. And he could do that. And he would have redeeming qualities and be a new person. He would he would learn his lesson. And the whole world would learn their lesson. But having Max as the final villain, he doesn't do fucking shit. You know what it's like? Ichigo and I and um and Ivan. And that's the first thing I thought of. Mm. When Ichigo overwhelmed Ivan, it was so unfulfilling and so fucking stupid, which is why the ratings dropped for the show. It's the same thing here. No one wants to see a hero overpower a villain. It's boring. It's boring. The reason people like seeing underdogs come back is because everybody feels like an underdog. They're always, everybody always feels like it's them against the world. Even, even no matter what you have, you're going to feel like it's you against the world because in some aspects, it's hard, life is hard for you. 
everybody's had that tantrum. Everybody's felt like nobody's there for them. They got to do everything themselves. Everybody's against them over something. Because that's just the way we are. Because life is hard and we always we are always the underdog in some fashion. So when we watch something for entertainment, seeing the underdog rising above inspires us, gets us excited. We start cheering because it means we can do it too. When you have the hero overwhelm the villain, it's just like, okay, he won. Yay. <laughs> there wasn't no surprise there because he's overwhelming him. Nothing amazing happens when a hero overwhelms the villain. It has to be built up. You have to have the struggle, the struggle that every person relates to. That way they walk away excited and feeling great about what they just seen. And that's what they did here. They had the hero overwhelm the villain because Max didn't do a fucking thing. Even though Wonder Woman couldn't touch him, he still couldn't do anything at all and it's a goddamn shame because there's so many directions they could have went with this and it would have been a good movie but this is what they chose uh, so after that the movie ends with everyone retracting their wishes wonder woman flies off and then we have the after credits scene which is where we're sitting there and we see the after credit scenes, but we were talking at the same time. And then <coughs> the after credit scenes, and we're still talking. I'm like, who's that? And it's like the original Wonder Woman. And it's Linda Carter, right? So I'm like, I know that, but who is it? Wonder Woman. So I'm like, hold on, we'll wind up, we'll wind up. I, I got to hear. Everybody quiet, everybody quiet, right? So then they say her name, and I'm like, okay, who the hell is that? It must have like the original Wonder Woman. It's like, yeah, I know who that is, but I meant who is she in this story? She's like, Wonder Woman, the one who saved the animal. I was like, oh, I thought you were saying she was like the Wonder Woman from the original TV show. That's very funny. Like for like a minute and a half, Rhea her had this fucking who's on first moment. <laughs> Yo, we started rolling. Because it wasn't like I was I was being an asshole and she no, was getting she, frustrated, like legitimately frustrated. But it was so funny. It was like it was like honest to God miscommunication. Like who's on first? That's what I'm asking Mr. you. No, that's what yeah, I'm asking you is on second. I know who's on second. No, he's on second. That's funny. That was funny. <laughs> but yes, of course, she's not dead. And uh, she's roaming around without her armor, setting up for a sequel. I don't know what the fuck they have to do with her. Because I don't know who this character is. I don't know if she becomes an adversary or what. But this movie was it's a piece it. of shit, so they'll be lucky if they get a fucking third one. And I'm not the only one who felt this way. My God, this movie was awful. No, and it yeah. was it was so... They could have just kept uh, Wonder Woman the first and... That's it. No, they could have did this movie, but they didn't have to do it the way they did it. Like I said, if I wrote it, I would have done most of the stuff they did without all the stupid fucking slapstick, without Chris Pine's character, because he was not necessary. He served literally no purpose. Maybe her spirit animal. Except for the stupid fucking story with the original Wonder Woman, which also was not needed. So you can cut both of those out. 
And the story would have still been the same. And instead of him trying to reach the whole world, just have her causing chaos, trying to take over the world like, 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 like he did. You know, wishing to become the president. Taking this person's stuff, taking that person's stuff, making herself super powerful. That would have been better. And she's using Max to do it. You can even have Max have a scene where Max is, he's sneaking off and he's talking to someone. He's like, don't you wish that we were free of this woman thinking he's in secret? And right when the guy's about to say, yeah, because he has to touch people, right when the guy's about to have her snatch him up, beat the shit out of him so he doesn't try that ever again. That would have been great. It doesn't make no sense. And he was doing it all for his son when clearly your son's miserable. Like, what? Yeah, that would have made more sense. Could have even threatened his son. Tons of ways you could have had her switch to the main villain and then have the main villain be the last person that she has to face. But they went with this stupid Superman uh, Supergirl ending. It's just fucking sucked. Because they did the exact same thing. They had the boss be a pussy in Supergirl. And have her fights somewhat fight some demon, which wasn't even a real fight. It was just special effects stretching the screen. But they did the same fucking thing in Supergirl. They just repeated. Like I said, this movie had aspects of all Superman movies in the 80s and Supergirl from 1980s, which didn't get a sequel for the exact same reason. They'll be lucky to get a sequel, a third one for this. Hopefully not. We don't need it. I disagree about not needing it because we most certainly after this shit. How can you go from here? But venturing because she, a I mean, bit. she's still part of this DCU that they're not going to give up on. So they need at least one good one to keep it going. Otherwise, you're just going to be making Justice League movies, and they don't want to do that. They want a universe. Everybody wants a universe now. Because you know they could give this one a break because then they still have to come back out with Green Lantern. I was also reading that the next Justice League movie is probably going to be four hours. I can I couldn't even sit through three hours of Justice League, and I don't even know what the Snyder Cut's going to be. But I am going to see it, and that's going to be a strain. This was fucking two and a half hours, and it was still too fucking long. Mm-hmm. This movie was too fucking long. There was too much bullshit in here. Just too much filler, too much slapstick, fucking too long a goddamn 80s montage. It was just fucking annoying. Just It was just awful. It could have been so... There was aspects that you could build off of that would have been great. This movie could have been really good. But no, they went this route, and this just was like, shit. Shit. On a platter, made of frozen piss. You have anything else to say? It's just you know, after coming from the first Wonder Woman, people expected a lot, and the fact that you couldn't—I feel like this movie didn't fill those expectations, and it actually wasn't that good either. Like that—that was at least just pretty much. Thing about the first Woman was they had in-depth philosophical talks with the characters whether it be about the characters themselves or where they were going in their lives related to the situation they were in at the moment they didn't have any of that here at all like they barely addressed the fact that this guy's in another man's body 
Yeah, that's some jack shit. Like, you could have had some, instead of that stupid fucking five-minute montage, you could have had an in-depth conversation about that. The conflict between Diana and Diana about him being in this man's body, but yet not wanting to lose. All they all they focused on was her not wanting to lose him again. Mm-hmm. That was it. And it's just like, there's nothing philosophical about that. It's just her being fucking selfish and, and being lonely. Well, no one told you not to move on, dipshit. You got no one to blame about that. You got no one to blame that on but yourself. All right, it's been so long. This is just like fucking such unbelievably poorly written. Ugh. In fact, I think this is one of the reasons why I kind of stopped <laughs> rewatching some of the other movies and taking notes. Because I watched a whole bunch of movies in a row. It was just like, not that they were all bad, but after watching this one the second time, I was just not in the mood to rewatch anything else. I just needed to get this out of my system first because this is way... Because <laughs> this, this is... Since I watched this on tw- the 25th. I watched yeah, it on the it day. Not, it's, just, it's just been weighing on me the entire it. time. Yeah. Like how bad this movie really was. Ugh. Fuck. It's like having voices that don't sit right. <laughs> You're like, I'm okay. But then you got that tiny rumble that doesn't feel like you're hungry again. And then the next day, your ass hurts. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, so that was Wonder Woman. Bottom line, it fucking sucks ass. And I will not watch it again. Wonder Woman 84. I'm sorry. Not Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman 84. That's, yeah. So, did we cover all the political news at the beginning? We pretty much covered all of it. Good, we can the skip political, that. Like, the major news. Good, we can skip that. So, Robin, what's in the news? In the news, start with the sad first. Larry King, longtime CNN host, passed away this morning. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, um, died of COVID. Damn. Yeah. Wow, that's a shocker. Yeah, that's a shocker. He's been hospitalized since December. He didn't even die. Wow, that's a tough man. Yeah, he he battled so many health problems. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He didn't even die of natural causes. Like, how old is he? Like, 80 something? 87. 87. Didn't even die. That's a tough man, man. It took a fucking disease, fucking pandemic disease to take him out. That's a tough motherfucker. Get the fuck out of here. 87 years old, and he had to die from a fucking pandemic. That's a tough old bird. Fucking hell, man. On top of that, I'm pretty sure last year, not this year, but last year, I actually managed skimming through the, what's the name, skimming through the uh, the channels. I flipped the CNN while he happened to be on, and he sounded exactly the way he sounded 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like there was no change in his voice. Ah, that's a tough old bird there. Damn, he'll be missed. He will be missed. Mm-hmm. Who else passed away in the past during his time? A lot. I can't remember a couple of people I was wanted to talk about, but you know we kept pushing back, pushing back. But I can't remember who they were. But yeah, quite a few. You remember? Like in the past three weeks. Not I think the last one 
that we spoke about was Debo from No, I mean within Friday. the past three weeks. A couple of people passed away. Within yeah. a couple people, yeah. A couple yeah. Of people, oh, celebrities passed within the past three weeks. I can't think of anything now because we haven't been doing anything in three weeks. I should have wrote yeah. it down, but yeah, it was a few people. Most of them, when they died, they didn't die of COVID. It was a non-COVID-related issues, but yeah, quite a few people. That is a nah. Now, fucking uh, quite a few people in the wrestling industry in WWE got, got came down with COVID. A couple of big names is now stuck with COVID over there. So I'm just like, God damn, yeah, it's getting bad. Did you hear in Sweden? I don't know if this is going to be your news report, but in Sweden, like 23 people. Was it Sweden? No, Norway. 23 people died from the vaccine. I saw an article in Florida over 6,000 people either are died or dying i know in in norway specifically i heard there was i I read there i saw that 23 deaths from the vaccine in norway a few was it when it first i did read that about was it last week yeah yeah Yeah, i saw that i did see though was it was uh elderly people but you know yeah people gonna die from the vaccine it's people everybody's body's different some people are allergic to shit They, they don't know about it's just it's gonna happen yeah and usually it takes years for them to engineer like uh for a vaccine point blank they're kind of like like yeah, pressed for yeah, time some people can't take certain vaccines because they, it'll kill them <laughs> not everybody's body's the same so yeah, that was expected but yeah i read the one was specifically yeah. with the norway with the 23 people and i saw someone oh i don't know they can't pay me to take the vaccine so people are dying <laughs> yeah, people die from aspirin. Everybody's body's different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, since we were on Larry King and non-COVID, I just figured I'd bring that up. But what else? What else you got? A UK company launches $30 bottled air range for homesick expats. Air? Yeah. A bottled air for $30. <laughs> for the great Osakin drought. Mm-hmm. So people who are homesick, do your part, people. Hold your breath. <gasps> so anyone who's homesick, depending on the area, they they'll bottle the air and send to you for thirty dollars. Since you can't go home, or literally, does someone get dead fart in this bottle and send it to you and be like, "Yeah, here's air from your home country." <sighs> That, mm, wow, the way people are making money off this pandemic, boy, let me tell you. And for those of you who bought lottery <laughs> tickets. Why the fuck are we selling air? Air. I'm sorry, I was just laughing about that. First of all, I had to catch my breath from that stupid bit. Fucking the great oxygen drought. Hold your breath, people. <laughs> Do your part. I really did just hold my breath just now. So I had to get my breath back. But why the fuck are we, bro- <laughs> the fuck are we selling goddamn air? Mm-hmm. Anyone who's homesick. Why are you selling air? What the fuck? Oh. Stupid people doing stupid shit. Super people buying into the <laughs> fucking air. Yep. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't pay 
a penny for a can of air, much less 30 fucking dollars. Are you fucking insane? Fucking hell. No joke. Fucking hell. I'm getting lightheaded. (laughs) Who are you saying about lotto tickets? Anyone who bought a lotto ticket for the big Powerball and Mega Million, well, womp womp. The winning ticket in the one billion Mega Millions lottery was bought in Michigan. So one person won all that money. Good for that guy. That means he gets right. Oh, he still gets a lot because it was one billion. Yeah, even he after seven hundred fifty million, he's set for life. And then uh, the Power Powerball too. I think this Mega Million was the second highest Mega Million in history. You know, I had one chance to win. Very first Powerball. Really? Popped up 13. Oh, my god! I always pick 13 because nobody else does because everybody thinks it's unlucky. That very first Powerball in Jersey ever. The very first Powerball. I'll never forget that day. I was like, motherfucker. The one time I should have played Lotto. I know that hurts. No, nah, not really. Not really. Well. It's, just, I, it's <laughs> just that. It's just I just find it funny because I always use that number for everything and it popped up on the very first Powerball drawing ever. I was like, yep, I should have played. And I just went back on my life. Can't live in the, can't live in the past. It was just like, you motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Hey, you never knew, as they say. Speaking of moolah, Elon Musk overtakes Jeff Benzos to become the world's richest person. Who the fuck is Elon Musk? Elon, yeah. Uh, he is... Tesla, pretty much. Oh, okay. Right, 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 right. Tesla, yeah. That's why I was like, that name sounds familiar, but who the fuck is Elon? Right, it sounds such a regal name. So now he has like three billion. uh, Wait, what is he making money off of? Tesla. Like Tesla what? Uh, Tesla sales, I guess. What does Tesla make? Cars. Cars. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm thinking of Tesla, Tesla. Like, it's like, it's like patents on inventions? What the fuck did I... That's right, that's right. I keep forgetting mm-hmm. three, three billion dollar difference between them. He's worth 191 billion. And Tesla, uh, the CEO of Tesla. No, over who? Elon Musk. Yeah. No, who was he over? Oh, Second person. the Amazon guy. Oh, okay. Jeff Benzos. I'm like, over who? Tesla. Over who? <laughs> <laughs> He's the above uh, Jeff, who owns Amazon. He is worth a hundred and eighty-seven billion. So yeah, everybody's getting Tesla cards. I mean, I work in Roslyn, so that's all I see around there: Tesla, 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 Tesla. So it makes a lot of sense. And in entertainment, did you get to watch Wandavision yet? Not Fridays. I'll probably either watch it today with the fam, or I'll end up watching it on Monday at work. But I did see the first two episodes. I love that show. That show I is really so did, yeah. well written to the point where there were times I completely forgot I was watching WandaVision and just thought I was watching a 1950s show. I loved it. And like, you know, it's been delayed for so long. And being the first series out of the whole Marvel uh, series lineup, it, it good. Great. It's great. Yeah. I'm like, it's really like, you know. Sometimes, like most shows that do something like that, you're sitting there and you're enjoying it, but you know, like, there's a deeper storyline going on. 
And here, you're like sitting there enjoying it and you completely forget that there's a deeper storyline going on because it really feels like they just made another Bewitch or something. And I loved, even if they went in that direction, this is super <laughs> cute. It was- yeah, it's really well written. And then all of a sudden, they throw something in that reminds you, oh yeah, this is uh, Marvel, not <laughs> not a 50s TV show on, on, on MeTV. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. This is Marvel shit. Yeah, streaming TV represents a top priority for Disney and Marvel. That whole one, that whole episode when he was drunk was fucking hilarious. That was, it was just, uh, this is just so well done. Like, and I'm not surprised the amount of effort and time they put into this. And I have great faith for all the other series to come. Oh, yeah, I understand it. It's simply for masturbation reasons. Oh, I don't do that. <laughs> It is so fucking funny. I mean, this is really, really well written. I, I love every minute of it. <laughs> it is so good. And apparently now they moved to the 60s because they're in color now, so I got to watch that. And I did see clips of future episodes thanks to this stupid fuck. Fucking asswipe. My sister sent me something. My sister's not the asswipe. My sister sent me something, right? And it is supposed to be the Easter eggs in the first two episodes for the rest of the Marvel Universe. This motherfucker, this dipshit, fuck turd, has, starts putting clips of future episodes in there. And yeah, I understand you're talking over it so we can't hear any of the dialogue. But what the fuck, man? Yeah, Why are you showing shit that's a fucking surprise to everyone in the next couple of episodes? And you specifically chose to put these clips in here like an ass wipe. So what the fuck? You did that shit on purpose. You dumb shit. Don't sit there and post it for two episodes that people previously watched so they're going to click on it. Because it's not even like... The third episode was out. All those episodes are out already. They're coming out once a week. And this came out before the third one came out. I'm like, you stupid son of a bitch. So I I saw some sneak clips of some major things going on. And that's what pissed me the fuck off. I wish I could remember who the fuck this clown was. So I can warn everyone not to watch it. Because I had to turn it off. I don't even know. That's the other thing too. Didn't even get to the stuff that was interesting like there was supposed to be an easter egg for spider-man and an easter egg for fantastic four and i didn't even get to those easter eggs because i didn't notice them so i obviously missed them because that's before he even got to those easter eggs he started showing the clips to our future episodes and i had to turn it off so all i got was the easter egg about the toaster um that was in the with the first episode yeah. of Stark's toaster and the east. I got that Easter egg, which I got, and which I got, watch. and the watch. Those are the only Easter eggs I got. Yeah. The rest I did not get because he started showing clips from future episodes. Fuck hard. I thought that was so funny. I'd be like, wait, is that a- <laughs> so? Yeah, yeah. So the Hydra watch, and I was thinking, oh, maybe you know, Hydra has her hooked up to some machine or something. But we'll see. There's no real way to tell this the it keeps going all over the place so there's no way of telling what the hell's going on these clues just yeah just there's a whole bunch of red herrings 
And I love it. Like, who's talking to Wanda? Like, Wanda, who's doing this to you? Wanda, Wanda. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of red herrings in there. Like, I started paying real close attention to her neighbor. But I guess her neighbor, that I'm, I'm thinking, now I'm thinking that's a red herring, too. Probably. Because I was like, nah, something about this neighbor seems off. But then, and, yeah. and then when the second episode came around, I was like, no, she seems legit like a character. And one of those shows. Maybe, I'm, maybe it's just a red herring. Um, but I don't know. It's 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 really well done. It's hard to figure out what's going on or where they're going. I can't wait to see. So the next lined up would like we we're pretty much just waiting to see. Uh, uh, Black Widow got pushed back again, so we don't know with that. But I can't wait to talk but, about those those spoilers I saw. Yeah, please don't. Please no, don't. I said I can't wait to talk about them. Oh yeah. I wonder how, like, how do you, I guess we'll see. Because this Friday is a new episode, right? Uh, one just passed. Episode three was yesterday. Was filming, okay. we're, we're recording on a Saturday this time around. In the daytime, too, so it's different. Which is probably, well, maybe we should do this every Saturday because I'm, like, a beat now. No, I'm not even feeling That's like fun. I'm, like, sleepy. Like, you know, normally at the end of this, I'm, like, really tired. I'm just like, all right, I want to get out of here, blah, blah. Now, I guess still got some pep in my step. I just happen to be off for my daughter's doctor's appointment today. Well, we'll, well, we'll discuss that mm-hmm. afterwards. Yeah. But, um, how did I get on that? And... Wait, I was going somewhere. How did I get on that? Oh, you're upbeat. Before that. How did, how I... did you get on yeah, that? Yeah, it had something uh... to do with uh, WandaVision. Oh, the episode came out last night, and you can't wait to talk about the... Yeah, but the... it was something else. I was going to make. A, I was making a point because I know. So yeah, I was talking about. Um, it had to do with. It had to do with a future episode. Huh. Hmm. That one got away from me. Oh well. It'll come back too. Eh, guess it wasn't important. Moving along. All right, and finally, for all those streaming. Oh, addicts. you were talking about Black Widow got pushed back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mentioned that. That Black Widow got pushed back again. And I was going to talk about... That's what it was. I was supposed to be... uh... Yeah, you went to... What's the name? But there was something I was going to mention. Oh, my brother told me. Uh, When did they push Black Widow back to? Uh, Let's see. I don't think there's a Disney... Oh, March. No, May. 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 That's what it was. Yes, they pushed Black Widow back to May. Because something's coming out in February that they're doing. And then... Uh... Whatchamacallit got pushed back. Morbius got pushed back to, I think, November, September, November, something like that? Yeah, something like that. It got, uh, yeah, somewhere between November, somewhere between November, uh, to, going backwards, but somewhere between November and September. I forgot which one of those three months, but Morbius got pushed back to that. What else was coming out this year? From oh Marvel? Let me see. Because they updated the list again. Yeah, what do you have so on the like... list? Let me see. What's the name got pushed back? To, yeah, he told me to miss. What's the name got pushed back to May? Because it's supposed to come out in, in uh, April. It got pushed back to May. Because something else that they're putting out before that. Yeah, I have to pull it up again. I keep telling you. I don't know why you keep getting rid of these things. <laughs> right. I had it before, um, I guess, during the whole our hiatus. I had. Whenever I look something up. 
I open up a new page to go look for some other stuff and just leave it sitting there for however long it is. You're so funny. I still have stuff up there for that Kyle, what's his name? The the guy the guy from the Black Lives Ride who got released. With the uh, oh, so I still have gosh, you still I still have that up there because I was supposed to look for updates. And I have I keep forgetting to look for updates, but it's still sitting there. I still have a page open to that one article to remind me that at some point I gotta look up for updates on this guy. Oh, um, Captain America, he's coming back. He That's what it was. Captain back. America and uh, what's the name? That's what I think it is. I think it's uh Falcon and Cap uh not Captain Captain America and Falcon. No, it's uh The Falcon, Falcon and Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. That that was pushed back. Um 'cause remember that was supposed to come out I think before WandaVision. Oh, that's so funny. They updated um everything this morning. Okay, so what we got? What do we got? Morning update. This is Saturday the twenty what is today's date? Twenty second? Okay, Black Widow May, Shang Chai, The Legend of the Ten Rings, July twenty twenty one, Eternals, November, Hawkeye later on this year for Disney Plus. Thor, Love and Thunder next year. So actually this else year it's this only year Wait, you said next year or this year? Thor. Yeah, Thor. They moved it to 2022 for Thor. Okay. There was something else that was supposed to come out. So much, but they, they I, cut it down. Yeah, because I remember sitting there year. saying, I think there was six, six different movies that were supposed to come out this year. And I was thinking, I was like, yo, that's a lot. I was like, oh, well, yeah, they missed a year because of COVID. Because they normally do three a year. And I was like, damn, that's a lot of movies. Cause I was like, oh, yeah, because they're making up for that missed year. But I see they cut it down. So what do we have? We have Black Widow. Oh, what, oh okay. WandaVision. So we're including the series. So WandaVision this month. Yeah, yes, WandaVision. that came out on time. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, March. See, now. told you. That's what it was. They put there. They put Falcon. Yeah, that's what it was. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Then they moved Black Widow to, uh, yeah, so it's still a lot. May. To May, yeah. So this one. Loki. Loki was May. the other one, too. That was another. Yeah, that's I remember. It's like, yo, this is a lot. But then I was like, that's yeah, right. They Shang- missed the whole year. Sing Chai July. What if that? I can't wait. That I want to see. That's another one. Summertime Hawkeye later in the year. Miss Marvel is supposed to be later this year. Also. That was the one that surprised me. Was is that a show? I forgot to ask my brother. Brother, is that a show or a movie? Hmm. I think it was a sh- no. It must be a movie. I think it's a movie. Cause Maybe going to be on I, Disney yeah, Plus. Yeah, maybe so. it's, it's, if it's a movie, then that's the sequel to. I wouldn't mind seeing the show, but it's probably you're probably oh, yeah, right. It's probably I, I would a movie. Definitely watch that. Actually, I'm, it's I'm probably. I think it might be a show. Actually, yeah, I'm thinking that one's a movie. Because Eternals comes out November fifth. Like the movies, they have like the actual date, but for the shows, they are not mentioning like the exact month. I guess we'll find Eternals out. November, uh, Spider Man three December. Yeah. I told her to do it. That's how I said. I think Spider Man Three is supposed to come out in December. Yeah. Doctor Strange. That's next year. Next year. I forgot all about that one. And I think Black Panther is uh, next year too. Yeah. And something comes out in twenty twenty three, and I don't remember what it was. because I remember, oh, Gar- was it Guardians? Twenty twenty three. Yeah, Guardians. Yeah. That year I remember too. sitting there saying, "Man, I gotta wait until twenty twenty three now." <laughs> Did oh. So, yeah, since we're on this subject, here's my theory on how the next two 
crossover movies is going to end up. I think the next one is going to be Secret Wars, in which they will introduce the Infinity Cube. And then the next one after that will be the real Infinity War. Because by then, we will have, what's his name, Adam Warlock in, in the mix. So because we have Adam Warlock in the mix, you can bring in Magnus at that point. So I think that's what I think that's the direction they're headed. And then Ooh, see now we just opened up the <laughs> oh gosh, cutting like it's funny you did say that they would definitely do Wonder Woman three. Yeah, it, it got green. Yeah, they're gonna do it because already. they have to, unless they just want to not make money. Because you got a whole universe where nothing happens except for one movie is stupid. You got all these major characters. They wanted, of course, they're going to make a third one, but they need to. They need to do something. They need to not make that one again. Don't do that again. Don't. Just don't do that again. So yeah, that's what I think they're going to go for. They're going to do Secret Wars, and then the next phase will be the ending of the next phase. The crossover one will be the real Infinity War with Magnus and Infinity Cubes. And by that point, everyone will be tired of crossovers and they can move on to something else. In fact, the universe will probably be going by then. But that'll be like that'll be like in the, in the next 20 years. Because that's two 10-year plans right there. They'll be making money for a long time. Long, long time. Oh, did you see um, Daredevil? I, I that was another thing, too, I heard. They're bringing Daredevil over to... Um, oh, yeah. He wraps up filming for Spider-Man 3. Yeah, bringing him over to Spider-Man 3. Can't wait. And then Luke Cage and Jessica Jones to returning. Boy. Yeah. uh, Either one of those I'm okay with not returning because at least we got an ending. The only one they really need to finish is fucking what's his face? Iron Fist. That needs to be completed. I'll be honest, I didn't finish it. It's a cliffhanger ending. It's a cliffhanger ending because they got cancelled because Netflix was upset that Disney was taking their stuff back at the end of the three-show deal. So they said, we'll finish Jessica Jones since we started already, but you might as well just take this back now because we're not going to bother making it. I did the same thing with Luke Cage. But at least Luke Cage didn't end with a cliffhanger. I didn't even finish the ending of season two of Luke Cage. I, season two started to lose me. Yeah, a lot of people got lost in it. It's season two, he ends up taking over the club. His idea being... That he can keep an eye on the criminals because they're going to frequently come in the club. He can keep an eye on them and make sure they don't do their business in Harlem. So he became godfather of the Harlem sector, keeping all the criminal activity out of it. That's how it ended. Well, that was his plan anyway. And I'm fine with that. That's an ending. Mm-hmm. Iron Fist, on the other hand, left on a huge cliffhanger that you can't say it was an ending. I mean, Daredevil left on a cliffhanger too, but it wasn't like a continuing story cliffhanger. It was just like, hey, look, Bullseye's still alive. That was that was a cliffhanger for Daredevil. So Daredevil got a full ending. Would you like me to tell you Iron Fist clear, clear, uh, cliffhanger ending? Yeah, you just tell me. So somehow, I forgot exactly how this worked, but... In some weird way, at the end of the finale, both Iron Fist and his girlfriend has Iron Fist power. 
Oh, really? It, like, split between the two of them. Hers could focus into a sword, and he could now focus the Iron Fist stuff through weapons. So, like, when you see him, he has, he has twin guns. He starts shooting them out. He's using the Iron Fist as he's shooting, which was very interesting. I wasn't expecting that. I'm like, holy shit, you know what? This could go places. Like, you know, the, the, the Iron Fist stuff on weapons, that, that, that's actually pretty cool. That could, you can do stuff with that. And then it got canceled. That's how it ended. Literally, that's exactly how it ended. You get to see them use their Iron Fist weapons, not together because they're on two different continents. And then that's the end of it. And then they got canceled. Mm. So that one they need to bring back just to give, just to finish that storyline because I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. The other ones, their storylines finished, so there wasn't no cliffhangers. Well, I'm not saying I don't want them to come back because they were good, but really good yeah no luke cage it was i could see why it, it was kind of like eh. you have to stick with it for it to get better i like the first season and then even the direction he went even at the end when he ended up taking over the club it still was interesting to see what, what was going to happen because one of the things they kept emphasizing is it's hard to be on the inside and stay clean so i want to see this i would i was actually interested in seeing the struggles with that where he's willing to bend the line in order to keep Harlem from having all the gangsters and stuff doing business inside Harlem. I was, I was, that was an interesting concept to go to, but not a necessary one. So I was fine with it in me there. That would be interesting to see. Can't wait. We should just have like a whole episode just talking about Marvel releases. And- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can do a whole episode of that. But <laughs> anything else in the news? Um, just one thing, uh, last thing, fun. Netflix plans to release a new movie every week this year. So Netflix is definitely going to keep us in tame for the rest of the year. But how often do they release a movie before? That was my question. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I, I was excited about that. Yeah, and it's good movies like lined up. My gosh. Yeah, when I saw that, the first thing I thought was, wow, you're making it so much easier for me. I don't have to look for a movie. Like a new movie yeah, every like, week? Hey, I don't have to be searching for dude. movies like through through different websites trying to find something. Like Netflix, what's new this week? Oh yeah, let's watch this. HBO too. Remember they're they're getting all the Warner Brother movies that are supposed to come out in theaters. King Kong, I think. Yeah, there's only certain next. ones I actually want to see for that anyway. I want to see the Matrix, definitely. Yeah. Uh I, I'm gonna watch it just to watch it, but to be honest, Matrix. I wanna Matrix see fucking, how they're gonna do Matrix this. Sucks. The only good one was the first one. After that, they were just all fucking stupid. Dragging it, yeah. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Neo's a giant reset button. Wow, great. Here's your messiah. Your reset button on your PlayStation when the game crashes. They had another one. And I, then the I was third watching one the trailer. Was uh-huh. So yeah, that was stupid. So boring. I was excited. Like, okay, we get to see stuff outside the Matrix universe. That was more boring than what was inside the Matrix universe. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to see orgies. How is he able to control these robots in the real world? Like, none of this shit made any sense. Then they made him blind. Where did they take his body? Why did they take this? It was so fucking stupid. You know, I never seen the 
entirety of the third one until last month. It was so dumb. And then I thought, and then they were like, okay, they could fly. Maybe we'll get some good Dragon Ball Z action fighting because, you know, we didn't have a Dragon Ball Z back then. That was fucking disappointing. The actual fighting in Dragon Ball Evolution was more entertaining than the fighting in the Matrix. <laughs> the fighting in the Matrix just looked better. Miss jokes. Yeah, the only good one oh, was my. the first one. The other two were just so stupid. You can tell if anybody needed any proof that they did not come up with that story, just look at the first movie and then look at the second two, the second and third one, and you can see the huge difference in writing and plot development and philosophy aspects. Total 180. Total 180. Because the original was about perception and the way you look at things. And then after that, it became about computers and how internet works. Mm-hmm. That's- watch those three. Watch those three movies again, and you'll and you'll you'll notice it. All of a sudden, part two became about how the internet works, and it moved on to part three with how machines work. You're you're very right, actually. So I'm gonna watch it just because it's the last. What well. For the same reason I watched the Transformers movies, give me something to bitch about. <laughs> Praying to God, maybe somebody somewhere will hear this and do it correctly for a change. No luck so far. And that's about I like it. I do want to. Uh, I was on board with the second one during the first half of it, but then yeah, turned it to something else. Turned it to a computer lesson, and Neo became a giant reset button. Oh, I, th- I said I like, uh, was it? I'm trying to remember the second one. I was just very confused in the third one. But the first one, I do believe, I think is the best also. Because the perception, that, 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 that was cool. Yeah, it was all philosophical, not how does your, how do you get your pictures to go into the cloud? That's <laughs> <laughs> the movie game. How does your pictures go in the cloud? Well, you see, this program does this, and it sends it up, and it travels along this wavelength into this place, and... And to a different server down here. And a computer program fell in love and made a child? <laughs> no, that's the safeties, you know? That's the reset button. It didn't make a child, that's just the reset button. You have to have a reset button on your computer for when it freezes. And that's what the guy basically told him. Like, every, what, several decades? Every several decades, the computer freezes... So they have to start all over again? Basically, it's like, oh, yeah, you uploaded too many things at one time. So now you have to reset everything and start from the beginning. That's what was happening. Neo was the reset button. He takes the survivors and starts over while the other one gets destroyed because if if there was too many things going on at one time. Mm Mm-hmm. Same thing. He's a fucking reset button on your uh, or your Super Nintendo. Control, alter, delete. Not even an escape button. He's the control, alter, delete command. Fucking hell. <laughs> God. The more I think about the movies, the more upset I get because the more how awful the more I think of how awful they fucking were. Fucking hell. But I do want to see King Kong vs. Godzilla. I do too. What yeah. else did they have coming out there? Those are the only ones I paid exactly. attention to, I think. 
Wonder years. Woman, King Kong versus Godzilla in the Matrix is the only things I actually caught my attention. Are they doing another Sherlock Holmes? I don't. I don't remember that being slated for. Yeah, we'll find out. Space. I saw a trailer for Space Jam. Yeah, that's what it was. Space Three? Jam Two. I'm like, why the fuck are they making this? Oh, this movie with wait, Denzel Washington who's, and Morpheus. Wait, who's in Space Jam 2? It can't be Michael, can it? No. Like, he can't LeBron go like James. that. Oh, LeBron James. LeBron James. I was to say, Michael yeah. can't move like that anymore. Space Jam 2, what the fuck? So, the little things with uh, Denzel Washington and Jared Leto, that looks interesting. I love crime drama things. Hmm. This movie uh, made me fucking cry because the whole goddamn thing was a fucking drama. Judas and the Black Messiah. A Tom and Jerry. Drama for you. <laughs> Why the fuck are you making Tom and Jerry? What the fuck? Are you Live, Tom and Jerry like for? you know, it's in the real world, but Tom and Jerry are still animated. Why those don't work? Terrible. They don't work for a reason. That reason. Terrible. A reason. Elma Fudd is coming out. Yeah. There's a reason why Michael went to the Toon world. Because bringing the Toons to the real world does not work. It's been tried a million times before. Yes, so many times. But yeah, they're doing it. And uh, yeah, no. Godzilla vs. King Kong, that's in March. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat's the other one. April. That was the other one. The Conjure. Even though I, that's the other one, I'm just I just want to see because I'm not really into Mortal Kombat. I'm not into any of those movies or games anymore. I used to watch them. I, I yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch it. The Con- I'm definitely gonna see it, but we have to watch it. We gotta review it, and maybe I'll be surprised. Maybe this one will actually be good. I'm just I'm just I'm all out of hope. <laughs> Put it like I that. Never, I'm all out of hope. Well, I yeah, I used to yeah, I used to watch Mortal Kombat. All those yeah, I watched. Because it, yeah. that's what I was telling my brother. It's just, the first one was good for its time. Now you look back, it's cheesy, but it was good for its time. Second one kind of tried to make a difference, but it still ended up being a tournament. And that's the problem with Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. It always has to come back with the t- come back to the tournament. Actually, I might have been talking to Eddie about it, but it always has to come back. Yeah, it was Eddie. But it always comes back to the tournament. Always. And that's the problem with that, that making stories based around that uh, tournament set game. You don't want to dismiss the tournament set game because that's why people play the game. So it always has to come back to that because that's the main focus. So every movie you make is going to end up being back at the tournament. That's the problem. That's the problem that happened with the next Karate Kid. Yeah. Like you had the first one and it ended up, it's always about the tournament. Okay. Then you had the second one. Technically, if you want to break it down, it's about another tournament. But at least this one had a life or death aspect to it. Then the third one is back at the same fucking tournament. And at this point, you're like, enough of this. And then they made the next Karate Kid. And you said, why the fuck did they even bother? Because I'm tired of this fucking tournament. No one cares about karate this goddamn much anymore. <laughs> and that's when they realized, you know, we need to stop by making these fucking movies. Because no one gives a shit about karate anymore. <laughs> oh. So that's the problem with that. And that was that. And that's. Mortal Kombat has the same problem. Everything always has to come back to the same type of tournament, and yeah. That's actually why I stopped watching uh, Pokemon after the first season. Because they were just 
Same routine. Second verse, same as the first. Just a little bit louder and a little bit worse. Yeah, man. I Pokemon good day. Well, in the new upcoming Pokemon, we're actually going to see or hear about Ash's dad or meet Ash's dad finally. I thought he died or something. Who gives a shit? It's all going to end up with him going for badges to compete in a league that he's going to lose just to repeat it over in the next season. Honestly, they lost me after Misty left him. I'm like, nah. They lost me after the first season. It was actually after the really Johto Leagues, I was done. Oh, Johto was, any... was so good. It was. And I was like, okay, where are they going to go with this now? I mean, he can't just go. He's going to have to do something besides go for badges. He's already a Pokemon. He already got the badges to, be, to compete. He just has to wait for next year. So what do you have to do? Welcome to the Orange Leagues. Fuck you. And I was like, yo. And then I think, I don't know what direction. Yeah, they went into a completely different direction after Misty left. Because that's when, okay, Ash is growing up, growing pains. He's separating. She loves him. She says, I love you, Ash. And then like. Is he still looking for badges to compete? And then like at a point you think, okay, he's going to rest. He's going to stop. He's crying. He's like, you know. Is he still competing? Is he still competing? And then he still for went. For, I'm sorry, still looking for ba- collecting badges I to think... compete in. T- Fuck you. I, I think so, right? Yeah. After that, I'm like, what is Fuck this? Fuck like? you. I am and not a four year old who is dazzled by keys. Fuck you. Like I said, second verse, same as the first. Just a little bit louder and a little bit worse. Fuck you. I got out at the right time. Because what is this, season number 18? He's still collecting badges and competing in tournaments? How many fucking tournaments are there? How many different tournaments can you make for Pokemon? Right. I'm like, that means, <laughs> like, for 10 They made it seem like the Johto League was the ultimate for ultimate prize. Once you're there, you make it. Once you make it there, you're at the top of the mountain. So what the fuck am I going for this goddamn Orange League for? Or whatever other league is afterwards. What is the goddamn point? Fuck you. I'm glad I stopped after the first. Excuse me. I want a little rant there. (laughs) Are we done? Is that it? Pretty much. (laughs) I don't even know how we got on that. Yeah, how did we get on that? Oh, yeah. We were talking about Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, they have that problem. Same old thing. Tournament over and over again. That's why I'm done with that. I'm still going to watch it because we have to review it. I might be surprised. It might be good. But if this one is better than all the other ones, I'll be fine with that. And I'll accept that. I'll just forget all the other ones. Just think about this one as the official Mortal Kombat movie. And don't watch any sequels afterwards. And that's fine. That works for me. But I doubt that's going to be the case. Because they're locked into something that they can't break away from. Any other movies? Uh, you get all quiet when I start ranting. I'm not gonna take my fire out on you. You're so funny. I don't watch The Conjuring, but The Conjuring. That sounds familiar. What was that? I think uh, Possession. I this one's called The Devil. Oh no, 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 no! Yeah, I heard of Conjuring. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's one of those ghost shits. I don't like those movies. They're I don't like them either. either personally. Uh, in the Heights. You don't like them because you're scared, or you don't like them because they're boring. I don't like possession movies because I do believe in them. And honestly, it's they possessed. do become a uh, routine, like same shit. There's no, there's no such thing as possessions. Listen here, 
But my thing, yeah, no, I'm not a fan of this movie, so. Like, I could do with the Freddy and Jason. Those are fun. All those people that they thought were possessed were mentally ill. <laughs> That's all. Like, yeah, but it seems like The Conjuring seems to be, like, the same shit, though. They're all the same. <laughs> the only one that was different, which I love, was the one when the guy was a con man. And then ran into some real demon shit. Wow, what movie is that? That sounds interesting. Um... I forgot the name of it, but the guy was a con man preacher. And then he went to see this woman because she was supposed to be possessed and bringing back the devil. <laughs> and he's 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 going along with it. He's making all this stuff. He's making this fake shit. He's sick. What is right? the name of this movie? <laughs> and, oh, shit. What the fuck was the name of it? It was one of those, those, uh, document, those fake documentary ones, too. Just I don't I can't I'm using my phone for something else. Google fake possession documentary movie. What the fuck was it? See if I can remember it. This movie was fucking great. I've never heard of this one. This guy was a fucking con man preacher. To the point and the thing was, the documentary was about him being a con man preacher. <laughs> so the movie The movie you're watching is a movie about a movie about a con man preacher. So then he apparently gets this letter about get of leaving this this girl of a possession. So he goes down there, she's doing all the weird possession shit, and then he proves that I think I don't remember if he like did a fake exorcism or he proved that she wasn't really possessed. Elmer Want me to tell you the end of the movie? Brandy? No, no. Literally type in. No. Type in fake documentary about con man preacher. Those exact words. What the hell was the name of that movie? And this was at a time when I was like, this is like only a few years ago, maybe like five years ago, something like that. And I remember when I was going to in the theater, because this is when I was still doing mystery shopping. I was going to the theater and I thought to myself, man, I'm so fucking tired of these fucking found footage films. It's like, it's enough. Because this is about the time Paranormal Activity 2 came out. And then I watched this. Is it called Fakes like, the Preacher? No. Yep, that's what, what came fucking, What? 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 Wait, what did you type in? Fake documentary about con man preacher. And what popped up besides that? Fake preacher video in 20... 20- uh, 05, Leap of Faith, Leap of Faith, Con Man, Fraudulent Movies. You know how Google is based on searches that I would do, I guess. <laughs> Something yeah. I would search for. I don't know. I guess what you could fake. Uh, try Horror Movie Con Man Preacher. It's definitely not Leap of Faith. Because it was something along the lines of possession. So it's not Leap of Faith. That just came up because you put the word preacher in. Brimstone? No. Don't think it's that. Alright, hopefully I don't fuck things up. Let me try and look right now. Because you're clearly not good at searching. My Google. You know how Google is controlled. Now watch me type in the exact same thing. Because it knows what you look for, but me... No, I don't look up these things. So Google's like, what the hell is she looking for? This is not what she looks up. I don't understand how that makes a difference considering it should be looking for uh, keywords like fake, documentary, 
Preacher. Preacher. What is that and documentary that just came out on Netflix about this? Like, specifically, exactly pertaining to what we're discussing. I was going to watch that, too. I really was. And it should be look, and it should be put up the first thing that has those those three key words up, attached to it. And then put a list of each individual word. I don't know why. The Last Exorcism. Now, how did I get that right away and you don't? Well, for all those... I typed in... I put... Fake documentary con man preacher. And the first thing up here is Last Exorcism, an edgy, an edgy, disturbing fake documentary about a backyard preacher who performs a con artist sex exorcism. Sounds hilarious. <laughs> like, how, how did I get that right away? And you got, what the hell did you get? Leap of Faith? Dude, yeah. Uh, now I'm going to scroll down and see if Leap of Faith even matches up here. Let's see. Keeps coming up, too. Okay, like, no I got what I put it. Let's see. Let's see if we match up here. Under videos, I got, will a man rob God? Did you get that? Did you get that? Uh, Leap of Faith, the con artist whose latest scheme has him posing as a traveling evangelist. Touring Christian, even blah blah blah. Steve Martin. Oh, Steve Martin movie. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. No, wait. Oh, okay. Did you get? You didn't get the. Did you get? IMDb fake preacher. I got that, that one. in one of my searches. Okay. In the video section, did you get? Will a man rob God? Not in the. But like you go scroll down, it goes to video. Let me see. Did you get? Will a man rob God? What was that? What was that one? Two searches ago, that one came up. Hold on. Let me see if I can go back. That was the fake documentary Conman Preacher. Yeah, well, a man robbed God. Mm -hmm. Okay, you did get that. Did you get Conman? Yeah, mm hmm. Official trailer. And you got the Wikipedia Conman. No. In text. Now I see Leap of Faith at the bottom underneath Conman. Oh, Conman, I see it towards the bottom. Conman Wikipedia film, yeah. So how did you not get this? It's at the very top. It does not come. Did not come. <laughs> so what's the what's the first thing? This is uh, this is. Oh, I'm, I'm bumping around. This is fascinating to me. Hold on. So what is the first? What is the first article that pops up for you? So the first thing that came up was fake preacher video, leap of faith, leap of faith, content, fraudulent movie. Are you under movie. all? Yeah, on all. That's weird because the very first thing up here is Last Exorcism. I'm telling you, it's like and that what description that I read to thing you. Was saying. That is weird. That is so weird. Yeah. And fascinating. But yeah, that movie, that movie's, yeah, you got to watch it. The ending, unexpected too. Unexpected. It was fucking hilarious though. Again, I don't know how we got on this subject. I don't know if we want to go back or. <laughs> I kind of think we should kind of end it here before we get on another rant. Right. Soon anyway. It's almost 3 o'clock. All right. <laughs> so did we finish our news report? What was the last news report? Oh, Netflix thing. That's right. So, yeah, there's a new movie every... We're going to say it quickly again. So, yes, yeah, the last thing in the news. New movie once a week every month on Netflix. So we have plenty to look at. And we have those special movies on... Uh, what you call it? Next week, we shall be... You said you went through the list. There was nothing special coming up, right? None of those nothing this week, yeah. So we could watch... So we, we can do... Uh, was it? We can be heroes. I already watched it. 
Oh yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I, I did want to watch it too. I watched that, and I watched um, um, Oh Gods. I do want to do both of those, but there's some good, there's some new good, uh, some new ones, some really worth watching coming out. Definitely. So we're gonna skip. We're gonna do those. Will be the last 2020 ones, and then we'll do 2021 movies. Mm-hmm. Will it be We Can Be Heroes and The Old Gods? Oh, Ava was the other one I was going to do, but that's again 2020. And I was like, you know what? Let's just try and stick with 2021, especially since Netflix is going to be putting out a movie every week. And what's the name? Is just dropping movies as well. So next week we will do, uh, yeah, we can be heroes. Yes, indeed. Uh, plug. So you can find me on uh, Twitter and Twitch under Don Perion 77 You can find me on YouTube under Cinemastrophe, C-I-N-E-M-A-S-T-R-O-E-E-H. And you put that in, it and Don Perignon, the channel should pop up. But either way, either one you put up there, some of my videos will pop up. You can catch my regular movie reviews where I put in a bunch of special effects and I play an actual character and my gameplays. And if you're listening to this on YouTube and you want to catch us early when it actually airs the Friday before it comes on YouTube, so you're not so far behind and all this stuff, you can follow us on any of your local podcast areas at Cinemastrophe's Cocktail Hour. We're on everyone you can think of. Also, you can follow me on, you can follow Cinemastrophe page on Facebook. Just type in Cinemastrophe, the same thing. You can write us messages in the comments, to Twitch, or you can email us at donperion underscore 77 at yahoo.com. So all the official emails for Cinematrophies Contel or any type of email for the shows goes through. I think that's it. I'm not going to mention Ruben. He's got enough praise as is, because it's wintertime anyway. Don't fucking accept anything without from CBC. What is it? Full, what is, what the hell? I dropped it. I don't know. What did I say? Full release CBD. See, it's full release CBD cream. That's it. Yeah, fuck those fuckers. Fucking douchebag. It probably won't be in business for long anyway, because I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who had this complaint with them. How the fuck do you not have a fucking complaint? You should email the Better Business suck? Bureau. Yeah, how do you not fucking... I mean, seriously, how do you not email someone their conf- shipping confirmation? You're just basically taking daddy's money out of his pocket while he's take out of his wallet while he's in the bathroom taking a shit at that point. No shipping confirmation. No warning ahead of time that you're going to be charged in like a, a day or two. Nothing. Nothing. You just, like I said, you're just taking money out of daddy's wallet while he's taking a shit. But that's it for today. Did I do the plugs? I'm not forgetting anything, right? I think so. Yeah. Oh, WordPress. That's right. Yeah, you can also find me on WordPress. That's Cine- but oh yeah, cinemastrophy.com. Let's catch us on our work. I keep forgetting about that one. Yeah, you can also catch us, catch all everything, including old old uh, videos and some of these old podcasts. Well, it's an original ten podcasts on uh, cinemastrophy.com. Okay, my throat is getting dry. 
I need to go do my hair. Gotta go finish bleaching it. So I'm gonna call it. Unless something happens in the next 10 seconds that we need to talk about, this is it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Say goodnight, Robin. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> Good night, everybody.